What's happening, everybody? It's Cool Greg from Kind of Funny, and I'm here with, well, where are you? December, Christmas in December or something? What's oh, your, yeah, okay. What's your tag name? I know that's the thing about when you give everyone their tag mm-hmm. names, as you say, uh, no one gives you one. So I've never had one. Oh, no one's ever called you. Call me famous, Greg. So that's yeah, fine. yeah. awesome. Uh, we had a yesterday a friend called a trending Greg. I like that one. A oh, lot. trending Greg. Yeah, okay. Than famous, okay. In my opinion. All right. But as I said, this is Greg Miller right here. And we are doing the December kind of funny AMAs. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, I thought it was a good idea to tell Greg, you know, I really appreciate everything he's done for me over the last year. And about, I think it was November 21st of last year, I was on camera for the first time and he interviewed me basically just about being Tim's little brother because that's all I really had going for me. Uh, but since then, a whole lot has changed. And I came up with the ideas like, hey, I think it'd be cool if I interviewed you back. You know, let's see what everything that has changed. Let's actually put it out there on the record so people know how much you guys have changed my life. Each one of the best friends, the, the guy, the founders, Kevin, everybody, you know, and the additions since then. So... I'm not fully prepared, but I do want to jump in. I want to cover a couple things, you know. So obviously, you guys already hear enough about video games. So I want to say a little, maybe about music. Oh, okay. Talk okay, about okay. some wrestling. Sure. Talk about just some of the entertainment things. Hell you know yeah, what I'm okay. talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna go more into how kind of funny has really affected me, and how basically I want to know what that means to you because sure. it's your child, right? Of course. Well, first so, off, cheers, cool, Greg. I'm a year go. of being on camera with us. Thank you for everything you've done for us in 2017. Appreciate that, my man. Um, I was having a fun conversation with Kevin off camera. Yeah. I've been looking for my first beer. This is my second one. I've been looking for my first beer all morning. Oh. Sasha Banks cup is missing. Okay. I've looked everywhere. I'm pretty worried. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, we got the kegerator today. Yeah. This is a time warp, of course. AMAs, you, we post them over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You put your questions up. Then we do want to put We publish all the questions later on YouTube. So this is going to be a little bit after the fact. But yeah, okay. Kegerators here, we're all a little bit hammered. Kevin's over there. <laughs> Kevin is drunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm still fighting for the uh, the keg full of Henny and the keg full of apple juice. Yeah. Once we get those. Flip the tops at the same yeah, time. Put that's when you guys really have me locked in. This okay. year, this last year, I don't know. I was feeling it out. But once you guys get the Henny and the apple juice okay. kegs, okay. Okay. I ain't going nowhere. But uh, just for, you know, fun conversations. like sure. Just I want to talk like music real quick. Right. Like, who, who are your favorite musicians of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Uh, Weezer. Weezer, I yeah. knew that one. I'm yeah, yeah, in 1994, so of course, I saw the Buddy Holly uh, music video, and I was like, boom, these guys get it. Like, that's the kind of music I like. And to this day, I'm not sure if it was just the video or if it because at that time, you're discovering what music you like. And growing up at that point, born in 83, so I'm 11 when Weezer drops the, the Blue Album. I remember my friends were super, you know, we're coming out of the 80s into the 90s. Friends were pushing Guns N' Roses, which I would listen to, and Def Leppard and all this stuff. But it was that thing where we were chasing what their older brothers liked. Like, I, I didn't have a siblings. So I remember listening to that music and not being into Bon Jovi and not really feeling it, but buying those albums and consuming that content. But it wasn't until really where that early 90s grunge, rock and roll, whatever you want to call it, comes together where I found bands that I felt I connected with. And so mm-hmm. Weezer's definitely on there. Uh, I always throw out, uh, I mean, Taylor Swift, of course. Yeah. Duh. Who are we kidding? Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but then there was also Dynamite Hack. They mm, put out. Familiar. It's because nobody fucking knows Dynamite Hack. There was a show. I want to say, I want to say it's Farmville, but that's not it. It was Farm something on USA. Matt Pinfield hosted it. And they had a whole bunch of bands that did all the shit, blah, blah, blah. Dynamite Hack won that. They were a band from Texas. And they put out an album, like the album based off of that, that I want to say, I want to say Fastball, but that's not what it was called at all. It had a girl looking really devious on the cover, like a little, a little girl. And they had, it was just an album that, I forget how I ran into them because I didn't watch the show, 
but I know that album cover to cover. Like I would just put mm-hmm. it on and play it nonstop and listen. Like like when you say what's my favorite song of all time, yeah, it's anyway by Dynamite Hack. But really, it's the they ha- you know this is back in the day of secret tracks. So it's really like love it at like twenty two uh, you know of the track count. There was a piano version sung by the lead sing- singer's sister. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think is so perfect. Like that's my favorite song of all time, which is yeah. a weird thing to say. But that album, I'll still just pop on and listen to just nonstop. You think them being uh, a little less known added to how much you you appreciate it? Because no, I like that with a lot of artists. Yeah, I mean, there's something to that in terms of like ownership. Because the next band I'm going to bring up is Lucky Boy's Confusion. Okay, like Lucky Boy's Confusion is a, a a pop punk, but not really punk. But like you know, some ska influences band that made it big in quotes when I was getting ready to graduate and go to college. Okay. And I remember they, they did a song called Fred Astaire and they did all the different stuff. And the thing about them that stood out to us and probably made them a bigger deal was the fact that I was growing up in the burbs of Chicago and they were from the burbs of Chicago and lived in the burbs of Chicago. And so like we had a local radio station called Q one Oh one and they played Fred Astaire all the time, all okay. the time. So it was like a big thing between me and my friends. And I have this memory of I'm pretty sure it's prom, but it might have been homecoming of senior year of me and my friend Noonan. Like when that they played that song and us like jamming out and screaming it at each other. And I took that, you know, as you go to, uh, or for me at least, when I graduate high school and go to college and really start to be an adult and be independent and do all this different stuff, you bring the things you love and champion. For me, coming to a new school where I knew nobody, bring the things I love and champion champion them to a new group of people. Yeah. And so, like Lucky Boys Confusion, like rolled through my like, freshman year to do a concert with a million other people, and I remember going to it. And for a long time, it was the greatest live event I had been to, of like, or the greatest show I'd ever been to. August 9th, nineteen ninety nine. WWF Raw at the time. Chris Jericho's debut, best live event I've ever been to. But like in terms of a concert, it was the best concert I've ever been to because I was fr- I got pushed to the front row. I got to see Lucky Boys like this close. Like it was amazing to have this band that had been so much of a piece of home come visit for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's weird in the same way of the first time I ever went to VidCon and I brought a bunch of IGN people. And I was like, hey, guys, there's a Portillo's close to here. Let's all go there. Walking into that Portillo's with your brother and Eric Hart and Nick Scarpino, it was so weird of like, wow, like I'd never been before. And I was like, well, this is really Portillo's. And like in my wildest dreams, I never imagined bringing random IGN friends to Portillo's in Chicago. But here I was like. You have to understand this is home. It's like to go to a go, go to Mizzou and feel not as an outcast, but feel alone for sure. Of I'm, I have to make I have to rebuild every connection and make new friends and all these different things. To go there and be like, hey, this is my music, and like these guys came from the city I came from. Like that was a big deal to me. And so to this day, like I still support Lucky Boys to the end. Like they just did this uh, like twentieth anniversary re- reunion show at the House of Blues, and I would have mm-hmm. fucking totally gone, cool, Greg. But it was like. I think we were doing extra life in Maryland that weekend. It was like something like that where I couldn't get out of it to go back and do it. Cause like, it's not that they've broken up, but they did for a while, but they've kept making music and now they got a new album. And it's like those, you know, ebbs and flows of bands that have been around forever. Okay. And like, but the, I've never even told you the story. Cause when would we ever talk about lucky Bush confusion? <laughs> the craziest thing is that there was some game over Greggy show for fucking ever ago where I, that we were talking about something similar, like music you like that nobody else likes. And I was like, oh, well, I love Lucky Boy's Confusion. Blah, blah. Said it in the moment, talked about the song, forgot all about it. And I was walking Portillo. This is when we were at the spare bedroom. Walking Portillo probably a week and a half later as our content rolls out. And it's like, I'm blurry out. I'm walking Portillo up the street. And I got to the Goodwill in the corner. And I looked at the phone. And it was one of the members of the band tweeting me 
freaking the fuck out that I mentioned them. Because it turns out he is a huge kind of funny Greg Miller fan. And I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, wait, no. And I was like, we got into DMs about it. And I'm just like, you're a rock star. You shouldn't be impressed. He's like, dude, like, we're not. You know what I mean? Like, they put out, with this 20th anniversary show, it was like, there was this great article in one of the local Chicago papers that, that that artist that artist put out and I read again and it was very much detailing like they described themselves as like the b- next big thing that never was like it was something I'm gonna I'm paraphrasing now but yeah. like they signed their deal with Sony and then like the next day Sony was like oh we're done with that label and so that label closed down and they never got the shot they deserve kind of thing okay and so I was like oh fuck I never I never think of you that way yeah. I think of you guys having amazing you know what I mean I remember in Missouri year uh not years a year after that first show where i went and saw him i went to go to another one and i was walking around the corner to get dinner and i ran into the lead singer on the street and it was totally one of those things of like nobody knew who the fuck this guy was but you did. and like and i called him i was like hey uh Stubie, so like when are you guys going on and he's like oh you know not i'm like all right cool and like just walked away and i was like shaking i couldn't yeah. believe that i just talked to this guy that yeah. i've listened to so many times that's that's awesome um to go off of that so you so you mentioned three bands and taylor swift so to take taylor swift out of that yeah Real quick, so those bands, you basically found your connection with them between like what, like ten and like fifteen. Yeah, that's, that's probably that's like, pretty right? fair to say. That's probably pretty fair to say. So you think back then, you were talking about you're still in Chicago at these these yeah, years, of right? Of course, yeah. So were they? One of them you said was all over the radio. It was Weezer and uh, the 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 first band? I forgot what it was called. Not the not the kid one. Sorry, I said what I said. Oh, Dynamite Weezer, Hack. Dynamite Weezer, Dynamite Hack, and like they, Was Weezer and Dynamite Hack were they all over like the radio? Weezer like, was. Being yo, Weezer was like, oh yeah, like Weezer. With blue, the Blue Album was everywhere, and you couldn't get away from it. But the thing about the Blue Album was, I you know we're all my friends are all listening to Green Day and the Offspring, and I am too. Uh-huh. Great album. I mean, Dookie, fucking Smash. These are great albums. I I commit to Weezer as my favorite band, right? And then their follow up is Pinkerton, which is my favorite album from Weezer of all time and I listened to it at the time and love it but it was one of those super polarizing thing where like a lot of people hated it and like then Weezer stops making music for forever yeah for like it was they released a, they released their next album my senior year of high school and I think I mean I graduated in 01 right yeah so I graduated in 01 94 is blue so 96 is probably Pinkerton and they don't make any fucking music for five years mm-hmm. like that was rough and I I weathered that storm uh, dynamite hack I wish I had a story for how I ran into them and what it was, but I must have just heard anyway heard at some shit. point. Yeah. yeah, I want to say, oh, you know what? No, I, I remember a girl named Amy, a friend of mine in high school, giving me a burn CD that I listened to on, and it was, it was Burn Dynamite Hack, and that must have been the first time I heard them. Maybe I don't know why that would have happened though. Like, if she would have just been like, you would like these guys or whatever, because yeah. they're alternative, they're you know rock or whatever. And then, yeah, Lucky Boys was all over Q101, which is enough to get you in the door, but then it was that hometown story, right? They're, they're not, so they're from Chicago? Yeah, the, the Burbs. Okay, got it. Downers Grove, I believe, yeah. Got it. That's cool. So in um, 2000, and I want to say 12, 2000, and maybe a little later after that, 2013, 14, mm-hmm. uh, Chicago 100% came out of nowhere, and besides Kanye, and just took over the, the hip-hop scene, the rap scene. Yeah. Like, everybody was for it. You guys call this the Spider-Man hands, but yeah. I started doing this with my friends because of Chief Keith, and they're from Chicago, and they, they throw gotcha. it up. So we just, you know, we started going with it. And yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've been inspired by so many people from Chicago. So it was, I was happy that you brought up an actual local band from Chicago. Oh, yeah. So that's great. But uh, t- 
taking it back, because you said you met these people between the ages of 10 and 15. Like, who are new people? Because I listen to people, especially in these last couple of weeks since Kevin and uh, Tim got me a fucking phone. Shout out. <laughs> Fuck Metro. <laughs> Not that, but yeah, nah, yeah. No, no more Metro for me. Um, Like, artists I would usually push to the side I'm given much more of a chance sure. like uh, for example like G-Eazy and people I would just, just didn't like off the, the off the jump but right. now I'm listening to them I'm like oh shit they have a lot of stuff I like so yeah. I'm finding more music I like every single day like are you are you in that too or are you just sticking to what you've already known Damon Hatfield who worked with us at IGN okay he I remember he's he's totally into music right he plays music he makes music he does live shows he does stuff he DJed for a while and I remember him telling me something a story that I found super interesting where we were out at a bar talking or whatever. And I'm not a music guy. Like mm-hmm. I like music. Don't get me wrong. But for as much as like, I feel like I'm the game guy. I know everything that's happening in games. Then you're also the lyric guy. So that's kind of weird. Well, sure. Well, yeah, a sidestep. Well, it's just, I just listen to pop music all the time. Uh, sidestep to that is I'm, I'm a DC comics guy for sure. Image comic or DC comics where I know everything's happening in the DC universe. Most of image stuff, Marvel. I, I admittedly don't know much. Right. But then when you start getting out of that, to so like when people are like, what do you watch on TV? What do you watch on movies? And I'm like, Oof, that's really not my scene. Music isn't, but it kind of, it, it, so the Damon story was we were sitting there talking one day and I, I said something similar and how I'm just not into music. And like, I, you, you, I was like, you, man, you listen to so much different stuff and you have, you know, what's happening. He was like, do you know, is the best taste in, you know, do you know who I hear about most of my bands from? And I said, no. And he said, my dad. And, he, and I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, my dad loves music. So he is actively on the hunt every day to find new stuff. Mm. And he, and Damon's like, I bet most of the stuff you listen to, or like when you think about music and what you want to listen to. And granted, this is before Spotify, right? Yeah. This is like we have CDs. You have like your your iPod shuffle or whatever. He's like, I bet most of the, most of the music you're listening to is something that connected with you when you were in high school or college. And I was like, yeah, it is. And he's yeah. like, yeah, that's how most people connect with music where you're in this finding yourself period and that's really important while you study or do whatever and then when you leave that you never really keep growing and he's like i try to be more like my dad every day and i was like that's fucking yeah that's rad. Like, that's, that's a, a crazy thing i've never thought of right and so t- today i listen to a lot of different music but i feel the way we've consumed music has changed so much that for me it's i listen to music when i cook and so what i do is like hey alexa put on country She's like, here's wild country. Here's country hits, right? And if it's somebody that I, I know from college of like a Trace Atkins, right? Or And these are country music stars. Uh, Little Big Town. Like I know their sound and I know who they are. But then new country acts that I think are great, I don't know. Yeah. And like I, I like your song and I could sing it word for word and I can do this stuff. But like if it was like multiple choice of who sang that, I don't know. And I do the same thing with, uh, you know, uh, Jen's big into jazz, so we'll put on jazz playlists, and she likes a bunch of obviously Montreal French stuff that we put on. And like, I love that music, but I don't know that artist. And I feel like that's my big problem. Whereas, like, you know, I have a, a nice reputation for knowing a lot of lyrics and stuff. And so it's people are always like, oh, you should go and like name that tune or some stupid shit like that. And I'm like, well, yeah. no, I don't know that information. It's the same way where it's like, I think Weezer's album came out in '94. Like, I'm just not the date guy. In the same way with video games, where I'm like, when did Uncharted One came out? When did Uncharted Two came out? Yeah, that that makes complete sense. Um, with the Grammys coming up, so you have no no taste, like no care for that at all. Not at all. That makes sense. That makes a lot it's, of sense. It's one of those that just comes and goes for me, and it's not a big deal. I wish Taylor Swift the best. That's about it. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, all right, even though I don't like her new album, I'll be honest. Yeah. I've, no. Sorry, I know. Huh? No, she didn't win. It's just it's not a great album. 
Yeah, it's it's tough when when uh, artists you believe in put in albums that you don't let's just say not agree with, right? Yeah. Or you're saying it's not great. I, I don't really know. With art, for me, it's always you know to the person listening or, yeah. or taking it in, but. It's kind of easy to tell when someone dropped the ball when you've been watching them for so long. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Taylor did that, but yeah. Well, um, Taylor Swift's a fucking fascinating one, right? Because, like, I understand that, like, it's a, you know, I think last album, right? Like, 89, it was more of a joke to like Taylor Swift in terms of, like, oh, everybody likes Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. But you have to understand that if you trace Taylor Swift's discography back, right? Like, literally, I remember listening to her in 2005, 2006 in Columbia, Missouri in my ex-wife's SUV when we bought the Taylor Swift debut single and put it in. It started with Tim McGraw. And like, I know that debut album front to back. And so every album that came was like, oh my God, it's so great. It's, oh, she's progressing. She's doing this. And not that I'm saying she's going too far. I'm just saying not at all in the hipster way that I was into Taylor Swift before she was a phenomenon. So by the time people are like, Oh, you like Taylor Swift? That's so like cute. It's like, no, like for real, I'll tell you all about her albums. (laughs) You want to put on any random thing. I can tell you about the song. She changed the word gay from because like when that went pop mainstream, you can't be saying that. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. I don't know what I'm saying. Really? I just like Taylor Swift a lot. Nah, it's cool. Uh, it's it's weird, especially even reading into kind of funny when I was. Mm-hmm. You guys are, I'm not going to say obsessed, but you guys, everybody here likes her. I don't know Kevin's thoughts on her, but everybody else I know here for yeah. sure loves her. Yeah. My introduction to her is just like most people, I'd say, especially most hip-hop fans, is like, man, I wanted Jay-Z's girl, Beyonce, to win. So when Kanye went up there, I, I kind of thought it was cool. Like, I yeah. thought it was he was actually speaking out. I never see, really saw f- it as him taking her moment because I didn't know she was actually good. And that's the funniest thing about it is like, that's when I was like, I don't know this Kanye West guy, but fuck this guy. Yeah. Like so he's totally dead to me. Yeah, exactly. Over the other side, you know what I mean? It's just like, I can only imagine like, you know, being in that situation, especially being as young as she was, you know, nobody ever wants to give Taylor Swift enough credit, right? It's always that she hasn't done this. She hasn't done that. She said this, she did so many guys. Yeah. But like this is a girl who, I've never heard the date too many guys thing. Oh, I mean, that's, that? that's our biggest. That's our huh. biggest knock. That's why I think this album honestly is a little bit. Like Obviously, I only hear from you guys, so you guys aren't saying that. We're not saying the negative the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's a a girl who's grown up in front of everybody. Like, if you want to talk about being like weird about it, right? Where, and this is again not who I am, right? When I talk about this, it was what Red was right before '89. Kevin, you don't know. No Pretty sure it was Red right before '89, and that was the first time, I think. Because I think Red's the album that dropped when I was in New York seeing Rockstar Games. Like, I'm like a per, you know, I remember when it dropped and downloading it and walking around New York listening to it. Yeah. But it was the first time, and correct me if I'm wrong, chat. Of, no. I know there's no chat. But it was the first time where she started talking about like sex. Like she was, you know, hooking. And, I, and, I, and it was this weird gut check moment for me of like, oh, like I never listened to Taylor Swift being like, mm, I love Taylor Swift. She, she's hot. Yeah. It was always like, I like this girl's music. And watching her grow up was very much like as stupid as it sounds like she's kind of family. She's kind of a sister. It was it's never been an attractive thing to her. Yeah. And so like when she was talking about this, I'm like, I don't know if I should be listening to this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember you talking about your first loves and these boys, Steven and all these people you saw. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've gotten over it now. I'm like, all right, cool. I've definitely had weird uh, connections like that with too. like like recently Eminem last last night, two days ago, actually uh, put out his. uh, or elite his album yeah. and then i just listened to it and it's almost like i don't want to sound too weird i know it's going to tear me up for this it's almost like listening to my dad talk right like that's how much I, i'm like i grew up like the way i think is based off of what you said in yeah. certain lines at certain times and stuff and uh just like based off of the whole kanye thing with taylor that whole situation i can compare it to oh i swear that kanye's in this too but eminem speaking out against bush 
And like, I remember thinking like, oh shit, I didn't know it needed to happen, but it's cool that he's doing this. So yeah. that's how I the Taylor thing too. So it's cool once when, when you see people where they grow and even if they start to disappoint you or, or let you down or whatever, you know, you, you kind of see them. It's a whole story, even if you're yeah. not appreciating it. You know what I mean? You can take a step back and be like, oh shit, this is actually pretty cool. Like, right. I, it's all I feel like together. 89 for Taylor Swift was like the zenith for uh, people who had been around forever, for new zenith? fans. Yeah. Like the pinnacle. It was okay. like, this is like the moment kind of thing. Um, and now that we're on the other side of that, like it's the same thing where it's like before reputation dropped, I was like, all right, cool. I'll sign up for whatever to get the tickets for the pre-sale to go fucking to the concert and yada, yada, yada. Then I got the album and I'd seen the videos coming up and I was like, I don't really like the videos that much. Got the album. And I was like, mm. and then they, I got my email of like, Hey, tickets for reputation. Are available. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be bothered to drive to fucking Santa Clara to come see this thing and blah, blah, blah. But like 89, when I went and saw her for 1989, like that was fucking epic on the, on the other side of the spectrum like i'm a huge jay-z supporter and uh you know i didn't i obviously wasn't there when uh jay-z dropped his first shit. i was alive but i was like years old so i didn't you know i didn't take it in when it was first dropped i think sure. i started listening to him probably uh like right before the black album came out so like we're talking about like early 2003 or something yeah um but just taking it from there doing my research and my homework throughout the years just growing up and hearing more songs hearing big pimp and all these old gems yeah, yeah. that you knew were big and seeing where he's taken it now, it's like there's very few uh, musicians or even artists in general where I think like, damn, like every move you've made is like you were on it and you knew exactly what you were doing. Like your whole discography makes sense as a story altogether. Oh, and, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's, that's a very hard thing to do. And even he, uh, like a, a, a big thing I think he did, like a way he twisted it a lot of people couldn't do. And like, I love to see Taylor have her own twist on this kind of thing is um, like you said, you didn't appreciate you personally felt kind of weird about her talking about the sex and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. he got to a certain point where he uh he was the pro he's he retired even though he was putting out music and he was the production or producer of movies and it was i think it was called american gangster oh yeah so yeah. he produced that or a uh, social what is it when you make the you choose the the music he scored in it. it it's like he, something associate producer or something producer i forgot okay, what it's called right. so he did that for it so he gets to put out this whole album American gangster. Yeah. And he's talking about being an American gangster, being Jay Z, selling drugs on the street corner. But it's not like Snoop Dogg being 40 years old talking about getting high. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an actor at this moment. But well, he's still saying, I believe his, Snoop Dogg when he says he's 40 nah, years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally get that. But it's like, you also like, you know, we, it's just certain things. My, no disrespect to Snoop Dogg. But when he throws up the, the gang signs, you're kind of like, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like, you got security everywhere. Like, what are you doing? It's kind of yeah, holding yeah. the game. But like with Jay Z, like, I feel like it's a lot realer, you know? And it'd be cool to see a lot of other artists do that where. I mean, to talk about artists, especially in the rap world, right? in the careers and lineage and everything man i remember being a kid and when fucking ice t put out cop killer and it was on the news of like who the fuck does this guy think he is he's a degenerate he's yeah. these horrible things he's everything wrong and now he's like the star of svu yeah. and then he's, he's playing video games and talking about them and i remember when fucking snoop dog was on trial for murder and like gets off you know gets off but does the vma performance of like you know i'm innocent after murder was the case right and it was that thing of like my mom you know because she's just consuming the news and who the fuck knows is like what a bad influence what a, and i was like snoop dogs just fucking snoop dogs hanging out with martha stewart yeah making video you know what i mean shit's, like shit's crazy. ice cubes in nwa right and now he's in all these family comedies yeah. and barbershop is a good movie series <laughs> time time definitely uh changes a lot you know yeah 100 when you look back on it um like i know uh speaking of like my favorite artists from uh chicago like i'm saying that since like 2010 they've been blowing up 2012 uh, Chief Keef, like man, he was he was 16, already signed to I think it was Universal. He yeah. was already signed on his record at 16 years old. He wow. was been to jail for shooting at a cop. 
And it's like now he's a millionaire and he's like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like it's crazy that since he's moved on from that, like the whole world can accept him. Like it, it's just it's just it's just interesting to me to watch, you know, like 100%. what what gets taken uh serious and what doesn't, you know what I mean? Especially in rap. Um like a common one, I'm not trying to like throw a crazy debate out there, so we'll see. Right, I write down the time real quick, just in case we have to edit this out. Like um, a crazy one, like Post Malone, who's a light skinned dude. He came out and he said, "If you're looking for any in 2017, if you're looking for any thought provoking music, stay away from hip hop." Huh. The internet tore his ass up for that. Sure, talking about him disrespecting the culture and stuff like that. Migos, they have they're up for uh, album of the year for a Grammys. Almost on every song, they say something about like um, some like I got small eyes like a chink. It's like, oh, what? Jesus what Christ, are you talking really? about? But it's just music and nobody's calling them out on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, yeah. just, it's just that they're just doing that. And I, I think it's really crazy just how different perspectives can inf- influence of how important things are. You know what I 100%, mean? 100%. Yeah. Because no. we're talking about opinions versus actually insulting a whole race of people. Right. And they just don't care. It's, it's crazy. Well, I mean, and that's the thing where music has always had that music is like stand up comedy is like a play is like a movie where it's like. Oh well, they're meant to challenge me. It's art. I'm trying. You know, I'm. Thinking, yeah. It's the same thing of like you know when I was coming up, and I know you you've obviously listened to it, but like when Eminem started taking heat for like oh he's anti-gay because he says faggot and he does all these horrible things and da 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 da. And then it was when Elton John performed "Stand with Him" on or yeah, "Stand" on uh, uh whatever the Grammys that year, right? Yeah. And like hold up, and Elton John's like he's not anti-gay. He's telling a story, but. It's that it's always that thing of again to what Damon's point was in a different light. Yeah, music influences it seems the most when you are the most malleable to ideas. So there's all, I mean you can go back to Two Live Crew right, which you know is the birth of the parental advisory label. Yeah, where it's like people are like, please think of the children, and it's like, well, don't let the, let the children listen to this. But in the same breath, like. I remember when my mom didn't want to get let me for Christmas and she didn't get it. Let me get uh, uh, the spaghetti incident by Guns N' Roses, which was a terrible fucking album. But Danny Bonaducci used to do fucking music reviews on the local NBC news. And he was like, hey, you know me. I'm Danny Bonaducci. And he's like, I've seen some stuff. This album is like beyond that. And my mom was like, oh, no. And it's like she's not wrong. You know what I mean? Mm Because it is that thing. It's it's back to the same thing I always talk about of going to Mizzou and being like, dude, that watch is gay and not meaning, Hey, that watch is homosexual. Meaning, Hey, that watch, I don't like it, which I wouldn't ever yell at a random person. And I do like that watch movement watches, but (laughs) it's just the point of like, until you're exposed to it, when you're in the echo chamber of how to talk or treat to people, you don't think, all right, cool. This is what that, you know, me saying it actually affects B. And so like, I mean, Eminem, his whole he has you know verses about it right of like i didn't know what i would write would affect you that way i didn't yeah, know I'm i saying. would incite you to do this like that's not what i'm doing and he still kept doing it for a long time probably still does i haven't heard his most recent music but like you're saying he's grown up right and there's I'll, i you know as somebody who owned what the first three i mean main releases from eminem at the time was listening to in high school college and so on like i remember watching you're good just stay there with those three okay good, good. thank you listening to that music and enjoying it and like i'm ken Kniff from connecticut yeah i'll suck your dick and all and like you're laughing at it and it's funny but then there was like okay i'm gonna watch this interview he's doing with kurt loader or whatever and it was like they were driving around detroit where he's still living at the time and like somebody was listening to his music and he rolled down his window and he bought him taco bell and it was like 
he was a cool guy and he was answering the questions of like, well, no, don't actually be against gay people. Don't actually yeah. do this. I'm just doing, I'm, if anything, set, you know, satirizing everything that's happening. But that level of critique, uh, that level of empathy is lost on somebody who's listening. To, you know, it's, it's back and forth. It, this is the whole thing, right? Of like, it's where we are in 2017 of what's okay to say and what's not okay to say. And like you're saying, where I'm, I'm learning, it's a lot about your demographic and your audience. Sure. Then those change and that changes the entertainer for in itself. And that's right. something I'm having a hard time grasping, but I'm getting it. Even just watching, not, not within us. I'm talking about even more just within music, seeing how they treat their fans. Right. And all the things it's like, I just said the a racial racist term that the Migos said, but in the same way, I think Eminem's disrespecting us more by putting out this. So it's like it's like totally different levels and perspectives. But right. I think they're all interesting. I just want to bring them up. You know. Oh no, I mean that's, that's and that's the thing about it. And what I hope we can do on kind of funny is talk about those things and the fact that I don't. You know, I mean, I I don't think about like oh that this offends this group until somebody calls me out on it. Right? Like it's um recently right. Well, it's just everything that's happened on Kind of Funny Games Daily where we'll talk about uh, with where Able Gamers will write in, where Steven will write in, who was up for Trending Gamer of the Year, and be like, our audience is starting to ask those questions of like, wait, why is it okay to say this? Is it okay to do this? Like, why would people, uh, me and Tim were like, why would anyone want smaller controllers? And Steven writes in, he's like, well, for um, a lot of us who are handicapped, it's easier for us to hold and do this. I'm like, oh, well, I never fucking thought of that. Yeah, that's a great point. I think of my own experience mm-hmm. where I remember going into a game store. GameStop with my roommate in college and they were trying to upsell me you know like if you well if you, you know you're trading in so much stuff if you buy this game which you are, I was already buying and you buy this controller come over look at these controllers we'll give you 20% off look at these are smaller controllers and the guy, and this is like so sleazy of course cuz again different time period but the guy was like he turns to me he's like listen you're going to have a girl over to your dorm. Wouldn't there she want to hold the smaller controller or whatever while she plays this? And my roommate, That's without funny. missing a beat, just goes, look at this guy. I think he ever has girls over to his room. There we <laughs> go. Like, there you go. Yeah. I don't, I think that, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I wouldn't, I mean, you didn't really go off and saying you're right or wrong with that, but I wouldn't say even just being in that perspective is wrong. So that's, that's, that's what you're interested in, right? And you were putting oh, sure. no, 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 to no. say what I want in my controller. And these are my reasons. Here's, so it's like the here, handicap thing. Here's makes the sense, biggest but. thing. Cool. Greg, somebody put this out recently. Can I had a beer. Yep. It was um, talking about something somebody offended somebody with in a video game recently. And I forget what it was. But I saw a tweet response to it that was basically... The, the developer immediately was like, that's not what we meant. We're taking this out. We're fixing this thing. Sorry. And somebody's response was, like, this is how it should be. That this person, this d- developer's not defensive about it. They understand that they've crossed a line. They've apologized and they take it down. Because that's all this ever is. Mm-hmm. Where people get into trouble is, hey, you've offended me because I come from a different background of you and this is my experience. And when the other person, instead of going, I'm listening to you and I'm understanding you and let's have a conversation about it, digs their heels and he goes, no, you're wrong. You're being a snowflake. You're fucking being too easy to offend. It's all on you. It's like, no, no, no. There's a give and a take here. Yeah. And now, granted, lots of this happens on facebook and reddit and twitter and it's like social media and text on a screen is the worst way to express any fucking opinion and have a real educated debate a real conversation First thing i learned here is no context exactly there's never any context so it is that you put something out and you think it's i'm doing this because i feel of this way and somebody on the other side of the screen sees it and goes no 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 or doesn't even say no no they don't know they go oh my god this guy's doing this because he's X. And it's like, well, no, that's not what's happening, but you don't know that. And it's blah, 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 blah. To relate that, um, can I catch up in here? Of course. Um, so 
this is going to sound like a lot of information, but it's all on point. I don't know if you do you know who Boosie is, Lil Boosie, no. Boosie Badass. All right, so he's, I, I know it's like a lot of gangster rappers over the years. He's one of the most gangster rappers of all the gangster rappers, right? Okay. Uh, he's really talented. He's, they brought up his music videos in court. For, he was he was on uh, death row for four years, I think. And then okay. he ended up being the charges. There's multiple fans that claim they did the murders to get him out of jail. Like there was a lot of clout and he's, he's done a lot of impressive things. What I'm saying is he's built a career on talking about killing people talking about mm-hmm, this shit where mm-hmm. he is now is totally different he's a, he does interviews and he says like i will never say anything illegal on on record i, w- I won't do these things I'm, I'm changing the hood i'm bringing i'm bringing turkeys out every thanksgiving all, right. all these things you know he fucks up every now and then talking about his 14 year old son had a birthday he's like should i get him a hooker tweet that out so little things like that he fucks up but he yeah. has his own you know he brings it back by hey where i am highest population of aids anywhere so if I'm trying to help my son now, don't tell me anything. So it's like, it's all perspective. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. It's up to you, but he has his point of view. And to go into this conversation, it's like, I think he put out an album called Bupak, and that's a reference on Tupac. Okay. And I think it deserves that album. That's how good I think he is. So should I not support him because he was up for death row? And I don't know if he did that murder. He sounds like he committed the murder. Yeah. yeah. Bragged about committing the murder, but you know what I'm saying? But then the, the, the people we've as a society have decided to, handle that mm-hmm. they said he didn't commit said he didn't do it right. or let him off regardless of what they said he you know i guess we should say that say he didn't do it so that's that, where i as a fan and I mean, especially as a fan who now who has a fan base almost sure you, you know have a community saying? you a speak community, to that respects you and looks up to you thank you um yeah so that's when it gets complicated for me dude i mean like you i mean like here's the thing about it there's a lot of lot to pull out of what you're talking about is that on paper, of course, it says you are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. That is not the way it works. And we all know that. Right. Where it is the fact of, I mean, you can talk about, I mean, the big, I mean, the greatest thing is example for me is the OJ Simpson stuff of that was a trial. And I, you're probably too, way too young to remember it in the moment. Right. Do you remember it? Actually, I, I saw the story of age, uh, the story of OJ from Jay-Z's new single. Okay. I don't, I don't know that one, but okay. But it was this thing that it played out in front of all of us very publicly. And I'm, I'm Miss Wicks, my teacher. So I'm in seventh grade, seventh grade, maybe sixth grade, but seventh grade, I think it plays out on TV every day for, and I forget, Kevin, do you remember? It was like two year and a half. It went on. Uh, and people give me updates, this, that, and the other. There's an amazing FX series about, like, I mean, it's, my mom was watching that. I'd walk in every, like, day or two yeah. and be shocked. Like, e- I never heard that. ESPN 30, 30 for 30 did, like, a multi part thing on it that's awesome, that's, like, all documentary. And then FX did the People versus OJ Simpson the show. with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. And it's very much like, you know, a jury of the of OJ's peers found him innocent, right? And literally everybody else is like, he fucking did it. And now, granted, I'm talking about now, 2017. At the time, it was a huge source of racial tension between America, where it was like, I'm going to, of course, a suburb of Chicago Catholic school. It was a big deal when our first Asian student showed up, right? Like, we're all white people from affluent households. My parents were the only... um, uh, Democrats in Glen Ellen, right? And so, like, we were all like shocked that they let this guy off or whatever. Whereas, like, the black community in LA and stuff saw it as a victory and stuff because, of course, they've been fucked over a million times. Yeah. I feel like we're now more to a point where everybody's kind of like, no, we fucking did it. But again, even right now, like, he fucking did it, right? Yeah. Well, the jury didn't see it that way. So, innocent until proven guilty. He was not proven guilty. Nobody thinks he's innocent. And then when he fucking went, 
135 days the t- t- the trial was televised for. But that's not including weekends, right? So it did go on a year and a half. He got roughly. 135 days. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. But it's that's a lot of fucking effort into one person. And that's the thing of like, it's all fucked up. And how do you deal with how do, how do you deal with that? Like you're talking about yeah. it. Like you're, this dude didn't go to jail. You know what I mean? And like that's the thing of like growing up where you know Snoop Dogg beat those charges. But what's well, another thing was like who didn't go to jail? We're talking about Boosie. Yeah, the guy. Four years in death row. So he was in jail for four years. Oh, I thought you. I That's thought, what I'm saying. But then he beat the case afterwards. Oh, so okay. it's like, is he a what, victim What, was DNA now? stuff or? I have no idea. I don't, oh. I was in, I'm not really up to date on the, the case play by play, but he was, I know they said he was innocent. He didn't get out for like another two years. Yeah. But and what I'm saying is just, that makes him the victim, right? Yeah. Don't people, so, so then I don't understand. My point is, is that where society is at? Like, is that where, is he the victim? Is that without knowing anything about that stuff? You know what I'm saying? If it's like, like literally DNA evidence it. exonerated him or something, then yeah, he totally got fucked. The innocent project, sh- innocence project, yeah. should have been behind him and got him out. But I don't know anything about. So it'd case. have to be, it'd have to be as a, uh, but no, just open talking. It'd have to be as uh, closed, like shut, cut, case closed. As the DNA puts you off, you are not there. Because a simple, uh, you're innocent, you didn't do it, isn't, isn't going to go there. Well, I mean, like, if you're already, uh, open, but if you're already on death row, they've said you're guilty. For you to be put on death row means that you are in line to die eventually. Oh, shit. Which means the jury of your peer, so he must peers have reopened said you were... So he, he must some, have went some, back Yeah, at exactly. Okay, there must you, have been an appeal you. of some kind yeah. that got him out. But yeah, I don't know anything about yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... It's just it's always confusing to me. Just I just want to know... I wish it was a little more uh, clear cut to know who to support, when to support them, how to support them. You know yeah. what I mean? I understand it's like an issue everybody has to deal with. But I mean, the problem you run into is that with few, keep in mind i'm a fucking right i'm a graffiti writer right an x one sure. so my idea of art already has a bit of mischief already in the, the problem you run into sense. right is the fact that literally everyone has some skeleton in their closet literally everyone has said something or done something to make that turn somebody off yeah you know what i mean that like they're like no this is why i'll never support greg miller because i'm knocking boots whatever a million episodes ago he said this and true i said it and i probably meant it in jest or maybe i didn't or i don't know what the hell i'm hypothesizing Everybody has something like that, right? So it was that even, you know, the other yesterday as we're recording, net neutrality, you know, got yanked or whatever. Good, bad. Horrible. FCC voted to be like, no, no, net neutrality is gone, right? And so here in San Francisco, there's a representative named Scott Wiener. Funny name. Thank you, Kevin. I knew somebody was going to have that. And he put up a thing being like, hey, when we come back from break, I'm going to put in a a motion. I forget what it was called. Motion, right. (coughs) Saying that. California is going to be a net neutrality state no matter what. And I quote tweeted, I said, my man, right? And some, everybody's like positive about it. Some people were like, well, I thought that this FCC thing or this filing Over. says they actually can't do that. And then it, there was, I was like, well, there's a bunch of people are going to sue them. doesn't matter. But one other guy was like, well, this is also the guy who voted for uh, the ability for if you, and I don't want to say it because it sounds horrible, but it, 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 this is also the guy who said that or voted that if you knowingly spread AIDS, it's not a felony. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I, it's, I, that, okay. Like, that's an aggressive way of saying it. I, maybe I can understand what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's also like, it's impossible. You can't ever, t- you can't even fucking talk about wrestlers you love, right? Because yeah. in rest, something happened way back in whatever that fucks something up. Something crazy. And that's the problem. And like, you, with the, audience you now have right the megaphone you now have for you to say or support anyone means that anyone out there is going to like you know it could be so easy of us to sit here and be like dude 
How great is Stone Cold Steve Austin? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. These fucking matches, coming back from the neck injury with Owen Hart, blah, 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 blah. We could talk your ear off about how great Stone Cold is and all these amazing matches he had. There's a person out there who's only heard of Stone Cold because he got, he had his, his domestic abuse uh, charge against okay. Deborah, his, his ex-wife, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where their knowledge starts and ends of Stone Cold. And for us to talk about him in a positive light, that's what they know. And so they fire back. Wait, you're going you're gonna, to you know, be behind somebody who has an abuse charge. And it's like, fuck, that's a great point. And I don't know. I don't know how to wrestle with that, right? Because now in 2017 somebody does something heinous it's on camera and you see it and it's in the moment and it's all these different things right i was a kid when that happened and i remember hearing about it and we're, we, that wasn't the climate you know what i mean hulk hogan in a more more current climate says the n-word and is erased from wwe history mm -hmm. like right everything gone and now they're slowly starting to you know put some f footage back out there Stone Cold did this at a time, and yeah, he was off TV. I think he might even have been, been maybe retired at the time, but eventually came back. And it was that thing of like, oh, Stone Cold's back. And everyone's like, yeah, but it was like, wait, should we forgive him? Like, is that our yeah. job? And then it's that thing of like, well, where do we get involved? And this is what you're talking about, where it's like, it's not cut and dry all the time, where it's like, I don't know. I enjoy him as a performer. I enjoy the art he makes, but this horrible thing happens. So should I cut him off and should I never do it? A great current example, right? All the stuff in Hollywood's happening. Harvey Weinstein, uh, a litany of others, right? And Kevin, I might need you to Google this because I don't want to fuck this up. All right. I'm talking about Woody Allen is where I want to go. Uh, you remember his ex-wife, Mia Farrow, Mia Farrow, their adoptive daughter, I believe wrote an opinion piece recently in the New York Times. That's all stuff I need you to double check for me. If you just put in, uh, I don't know, New York Times, Pharaoh, Woody Allen, why are people supporting him thing? I'm going to go use Google around with these general verbs. You'll eventually find it. She put out this piece of like, hey, it's awesome that Hollywood has turned their back on all these people. Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein. These people are pieces of shit, of course. Why are people still supporting Woody Harrelson? Or I'm not Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson's awesome. Woody Allen. I was his adopted daughter. I believe that's correct. Uh, and he sexually molested me. And at a time when, and like she has this harrowing account, right? Uh, and she's like, court documents back this up. It's something where the judge didn't do it because of X, Y, and Z. And his new movie's about to drop. And it looks awesome. I saw a trailer for it the other day. And it's got Kate Winslet in it and somebody else in it. And in this op-ed, this woman writes about, like, I don't understand the double standard you guys are putting out here. She has quotes from the stars of the movie about Weinstein, about other people being, like, despicable, horrible, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, open an open letter, letter. I'm sorry, from Dylan Farrow. And then it's going, a note from Nicholas Kristoff, who I don't know. In 1993, accusations that Woody Allen had abused his adoptive daughter, Dylan Farrow, filled the headlines. Part of a sensational story about a celebrity split between Allen and his then-girlfriend, Mia Farrow. This is a case that has been written about endlessly, but this is the first time that Dil Dylan Farrow herself has written about it in public. It's important to point out that Woody Allen never was never prosecuted in the case and has consistently denied the wrongdoing. Uh, he deserves the presumption of innocence. So why publish an account of an old case on my blog? Partly because the Golden Globe Lifetime Achievement Award for Allen ignited a debate about the 
propriety of the word, a propriety of the word, partly because the root issue here isn't celebrity, but sex abuse. Uh, and partly because countless people on all sides have written passionately about the events. And we haven't fully heard from the young woman who is at the heart of them. I've written a column about this, but for the time, but I'm sorry, it's small. It's time for the world to hear Dylan's story. So it goes through this, but it's calling out like, here's the stars of this movie, demonizing Harvey Weinstein and then being asked about this and being like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about like, it's not my place to judge Woody Allen, right? And it does get into a sticky spot of like, holy shit, that movie looks great, but holy shit, Woody Allen sucks. And I haven't really had to think about that ever, like, because I've never been on that level. I remember when the old Woody Allen stuff happened, and it seemed like he was a dirtbag, but like, we all moved on and we all kind of forgotten. He got accepted back into Hollywood. It's the same thing we've talked about. There's an episode of the Game Over Greg show about forgiveness, right? And we bring up Mel Gibson, where he's like, says a whole bunch of fucking horrible things, right? And like, wow, this guy's a psychopath and an asshole. And then like t- tapes get leaked about him talking to his fiance at the time or whatever it was. And now he's in daddy's home too. And he's back into movies. And mm-hmm. it's just like, so what do we do? Like, I don't know what to do in this scenario. Like vote with your wallet. What? Sorry, was that Kev? I'm reading this awful. The Dylan Farrow stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it's horrifying. And that's the Not thing. Clear. And that's the thing for me where it was like, whoo, yeah, I... I can't in good conscience or faith be like, I need to go watch this movie. Yeah. Cause this guy sounds like a complete fucking piece of shit. But again, right. This is a guy who's like, it's back to what we're talking about. Right. Innocence of proving guilty. He hasn't been prosecuted. They lay it out in the thing of like, maybe why that happened. But I it's still like, what do we do as normal people? I hear you. I, I totally, I hear you. And, um, I think it gets tough. Uh, I think it's. I think it's extremely different. Not extremely. I think it's very different when um, you're talking about an actor. An actor. I'll, it, going into the saying, I have no idea. I don't I can't name one Woody Allen movie or anything. Sure. You guys could probably remind me, but I don't. I don't know who we're talking about. Know. So I don't. You know what I mean? He's I like don't know RT. anything about him. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, compared to hip hop artists. Sure. 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 You know what I mean? Um, I think molesting. Children, adoptive children, molesting any any of that, any of that story has yeah, yeah. nothing to do with the art. I, take this out of context, if you will, and I, there's something about the struggle, which sometimes is illegal, that has a lot to do with hip hop. So, mm, like, mm, mm. I don't know. There's different ways to play that out. It, that's how I'm seeing it from a different. You're making a you're, you make an interesting point about the art and the art, artist and the art. Where Woody Allen's movies aren't about man, I'm a pedophile dealing with the urges, yeah. right? No, like whereas like. Most rap for we've told them this is what we now accept, but we understand your perspective because you've lived through these things. Like it's, it's really big on Jay Z's been talking about selling drugs for, since he's been a millionaire. I'm yeah. sure he is not selling drugs still. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. you're supposed to expect that. You're supposed to know that. You know what I mean? And that's that's why I feel like it gets complicated with these situations. You know, it's 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 what is it cut and dry? Like it's just yeah. there's, there's no there's no other side to it. But like a, an open thing, Kevin says to me, I, I don't want to quote him wrong, but I think he said this to me a bunch of times where he's like. I will never agree with your perspective on the cops, but I totally understand why you're saying it. No, that's a great point. Like why you were saying yeah. it. Like I wouldn't no, say no, no, it. No, no, no. I don't want anyone else saying it, but I get why you say it. So no. it's like that always has made sense to me. And I've always tried to treat my perspective even with more respect just because of that. Well, my, all right, well, at least he gets it enough to the point where I don't feel like I have to prove anyone anything. No, I, you get, so it's just, I've, I've heard your stories. Myself. I get it as well. I understand like when I, you know, when the alarm went off and I was like, dude, there might be cops there. And you're like, I can't do it. I'm like, you have to. Yeah. And it's different. Because this is the thing of, this is you're coming at it from my perspective. I'm just like, hey, I'm the white guy that owns this place. And yeah, the alarm went off and everything's cool. And we'll figure it out. You know what yeah. I mean? But I understand from and your it's just, perspective. It's just tough. It, 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 uh, I'm always going to be against a bully. 
I'm never going to fucking <laughs> victim shame somebody or anything like that. You know, I just I'm not going to act like I understand the story if I don't. And the stories I'm around in San Francisco, Tim was raised in San Francisco. Kevin was raised real close. We all have totally different groups and subsections. Yeah. What the San Francisco I was grew up in, I grew up in. Dude, cops treated us horribly. Yeah, horribly. Like it's like nah, fuck that. Like they they didn't. They, they, I'm not giving any passes. And if I get a little more famous, I'm gonna bring light to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like I don't I don't like anything about that. Now that Ed Lee had passed away, you know, rest in peace. But like he was, I, I didn't like anything about none really? of that was going on. Okay, so it's just I don't know. It's 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 tough for me to think. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought on that. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. Sorry no, well, I mean that. that's just what we're talking about. It's like how complicated all this is. Yeah, and the fact that you know what well, we are lucky enough and privileged enough to get hung up on at kind of funny, right? Is like, man, we didn't like star Wars and then haven't get in an argument with the audience, not an argument, but have the audience audience come back and forth with us about like if star Wars is good or not. Right. Uh This is, you can take that example and apply it to this of like cops. I think they're good. And you've had so many bad experiences where you don't trust them and you don't believe in them. And then with that being said, I'm an, since I'm on camera now, before it wasn't the same. I'm an open ex-vandal, so it's like I'm not. I'm not. They weren't harassing Tim. Tim wasn't breaking the law. Yeah, I wasn't breaking the law every day, but when I wasn't breaking the law, certain times, sure, they fucked up. Right. So it's like I remember those times oh, when yeah. they caught me. Yeah, they caught oh, me. Yeah. I go to court. I don't lie. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I handle it, but it's just it's all about no. I think, this is the being same thing in the of perspective like, and it, being in San Francisco. It's not even about hip hop. I'm trying to act like I know hip hop. I don't know anything about anything. I do listen to hip hop. I do yeah. watch wrestling, so I can speak on those things. Yeah, and being in San Francisco with people I was raised with, I have friends that have made mistakes at home with their baby mothers, went to jail, and have grown relationships since then. Yeah. Do I have any perspective on that? No, I don't know nothing about that. You know what I mean? But do I know they're they've grown since then? Yes. Do I think any of them should have been in jail? No. Is that mm-hmm. my decision to make? No. I'm not going to make that decision. It's up to the court and all that. And yeah. I understand these things, but. Yeah. From my perspective, I, I never assaulted a child. I got child assault on my record. Yeah. I don't get that. I mean, I told you about it where he tried to rob me in our oh, last interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, it's I been a long time. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'm sorry. I'll child assault you right now, boy. I'm sorry, man. I wasn't, I wasn't, but I'm I saying, mean, like, you know, I'm not adding parts of the story. It's one cool, great story. It's been the same story the whole time. Yeah. You know, yeah. where it's like, I, yeah, I did fight someone who was underage, but I was, I was the victim. You were getting attacked. I just happened yeah, to yeah. win. So it's just, how could you tell me some of these artists that I look up to and I, I understand their struggle yeah. and their struggle is their art. And I feel like that is so much more important than some of these sub conversations of he's in jail. He's doing this. He's doing that. It's like, what, what about all the turkeys he gave out? What about all these anti uh, uh, rape seminars he did? Like, uh, I'm not saying that balances it out. No. It's like community service. No. So it's like little bitch work on top of the bad thing you did. But that's important. It was really important when I heard Chris Brown and when Rihanna talk about against uh, abusive relationships that was important because i knew it was real mm. and then, so when i hear people talk uh, not the internet when i hear people tell me about perspectives about things i'm going through and my city's going through and my friends are going through and my my artists are going through it's kind of like they don't have perspective and see that's the whole thing is they like, just have opinions it's back to what you're talking what i was talking about with my my mom and snoop dog right I don't follow Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I heard he beat the shit out of Rihanna. We saw the photos and I was like, fuck this guy forever. Yeah. And so like, that was it for me and Chris Brown, right? Like Chris Brown, I have no idea what he's ever done since then other than be a piece of shit in my head. Chris Brown's been a piece of shit. I'm going to put that out. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Okay, sorry. I wasn't sure if that's, we were going the opposite way with that. Yeah. Okay. No, no, but yeah, but yeah, I'm just saying we can say he's a piece of shit, right? Yeah. But that's not fact. 
What I'm saying is he's done a lot of good since then. And mm. it's not up to, it could be up to you, it could be up to me, or it doesn't have to be. All I'm saying is I feel like we should feel free to have opinions. We have the conversation open, you know what I mean? And to see all sides of it. Because the more in-depth I get into the internet and the more um, in-depth I get into just being around people, and I don't want to disrespect my friends, but you guys are on a totally different level. Even the people, I'm talking about uh, Barrett. And just the, the people you guys introduced me to. You guys are, he's younger than me. Oh, Barrett he's Corny? on his shit. Yeah. Oh, he's a big piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a big piece of shit. But, but that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they're on their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a totally different level of understanding, life even, that I'm used to. You know? Mm, so I'm trying mm. to jump in, even though I, I'm only been in this community for like less than a year. You yeah. know? So I'm yeah, trying yeah. to figure out how to play with everybody. And sure. I just want to still entertain and do every, do the best I can, you know? But it's, it's, it's just tough when you feel like you're getting, uh, it's like, yeah, we support you up until you do something we don't understand. Up until you do something we don't agree with. Mm. And it's like, is that support? I understand you putting me on game. Like, Kevin barely ever tells me no. He's just like, ah. he'll talk yeah, yeah, hell of yeah. shit and, like, talk me out of it, you know? So it's just it's things like that is where well, the thing you it gets tough to, for me. I'm not complaining because I love oh, the job and I love it, music and I love the community. Well, it's tough for you. I just want to have conversations. Because it, exa- what it comes down to is that it's uh, uh, what we're lucky enough to have with the community is we call it you guys best friends because yeah. you are and you know everything about us, right? And so when we say something they don't agree with and they respond back, whether it be angry, metered, benign, it's them wanting to have that conversation with us. Yeah. And so like where, where it gets tricky, is, I used to do in my early days, right, of like, Somebody would say something to be like, wow, I can't believe you fucking feel that way. And I'd be like, well, fuck you, period. And yeah. mute them, forget. And it was like, that was wrong, right? That wasn't like, what. Uh, there's so many days, right? And I've talked about this publicly before, where it's been a long day at work. I've been nonstop. I open up the phone. I get on the Twitter. And someone is making a joke about Batman versus Superman or something I said on the show, Breakout, that went up today. And it's negative energy that i'm perceiving is super negative what it really is is them just saying what nick or kevin or whoever in the room has said to me and being like yeah you're right you are dumb for that and it's different for me to be for kevin to make a mistake and us all be like oh kevin blah 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 and then kevin to go home and have 47 notifications saying kevin blah 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 and it would be easy for kevin to go block 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 but that's not what they're adopting the message of best friends and they're hanging out with us. Right. And so that's the whole thing of you have people consume the content, see us in one environment, never understanding where the other environment is that we're in. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it is hard to wake up in the morning, blur guy open the phone. Hey, this is fucked up. Why well, you guys are dumb for fucking this up. And it's yeah. like, Oh, well I didn't know. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. We are. You know what I mean? Like there's so many differing points of this. All right, so we're back from our little pee break. Uh, he need to go. I need to go. I got a couple refills on my Cheer. beer. Make sure Sasha's facing the camera. Camera loves Sasha. What are you gonna do when when she comes and hangs out with you here? She's one day she's gonna come to kind of funny and be around all day. You, you know, know wear a suit. It's 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 weird. It's it's tough when we talk about Sasha because um, I've made way too much progress than I'm like comfortable with. Yeah. Um, you know her husband. I feel like her husband treats me in a way he shouldn't. Like he actually likes some of my tweets yeah. and he responds every now and then. And uh, that's fucking unbelievable. You yeah. know, uh, I got nothing respect for them. I just, I feel like I might come off weird if you don't understand me. I know Tim and Kevin, they understand my passion is like, I love Swerve. I love Jay-Z. I love Sasha Banks. I just, I just respect them. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's mm-hmm. nothing weird, you know, but uh, I can see coming off 
super weird. I don't know if it does though. I mean, like I, I mentioned her backstage that. that one time. I yeah. mentioned you to her that one time. She was fine with it. She understood who you were. She was excited. Granted, she's like, why didn't he tell me that he knew Xavier? Right. Actually, right now I'm not even. I'm not even speaking so much of from her perspective or his. I just think I might come off weird to just generally. Oh sure. You know well, what yeah, I mean? No, for yeah, sure. Like, no. Okay. I don't think they think I'm an actual creeper. Gotcha, I don't gotcha, think he'd gotcha, be gotcha, talking gotcha. to me. Like he understands. Like you know, yeah. we're passionate, and I, I, that's cool. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do when we first meet and hang out and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's tough because I know I'm going to be full of a room of people that love me. They're just staring at me. <laughs> so it's it not going to be much it's like, how's not, cool Greg reacting? Yeah, it's not going to be anything that's just like, oh, she's at Safeway. I ran into her. You know what I mean? Right, so I'm planning yeah. on doing that with Beyonce. Oh, okay. I plan on when running into at Target at or something. Beyonce, okay. She goes on so much concerts and she's always shopping. I just feel like if I just plan it out right, go to a couple Targets or in the area, yeah. within a year I'll find her. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I just need to, you know, blow up until then. But yeah, as far as Sasha goes, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited to meet her and her husband, but uh, I'm not ready for it. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I want to I wanna definitely be on my shit. I, we're, I've hung around enough people that I respect, uh, l- luckily. No, not to sound cool. I, it's been a blessing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've hung out an, around enough people that I respect that I know, you know, we're not talking about them when we meet. We're not talking about me. We're talking. We're chopping it up. You sure. know what I mean? Me and chopping you, we've, we've known for each other. I didn't know how famous you were when I first met you. But every time we talked, we talked about fucking bullshit. Like, we never talked about IGN. Yeah. We talked about maybe Hulk Hogan or something. Yeah, but not doing yeah. bad stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's just, that's, you got to go into it with that. You know yeah, what okay. I mean? And that, that's my main thing is like, just making sure I don't come off. I come off authentic. And it's just like, it's real. It's like, okay. I don't know what time you were born. I'm not obsessed. I'm not your number one fan. I'm, I might be one of your top supporters sure but definitely you and weezer like i don't got the dates in my head right exactly so exactly. i want to make sure it plays out correctly because i'm definitely really excited for it okay and i couldn't have done none of that shit without kind of funny and the best friend yeah dude i kind of funny live three when i brought that up i was like dude i wouldn't be here without you guys i've yeah. seen it so many times on like it's like my pin tweet yeah so i've seen myself repeat i was like you guys honestly don't know i wouldn't be here without you or something like that i said twice and I, I hated that at first. And then after like, you know, now it's been like almost a year or no, I guess it's been like six months. Like now it's like, oh shit, that, there was nothing. I should have repeated it because there was nothing else to say. Like this is really our moment. This is us coming together and I wouldn't be here without y'all. So like, that's so fucking cool. You know what I mean? Because all those best friends are still there, but my whole squad that was in the corner, not all of them are still there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I, I appreciate that shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm going through a, I'm changing a lot in yeah. these last couple of weeks. And especially now, Going forward, 2018 is going to be yeah. different. By 2019, it's going to be a whole different cool, Greg, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, it's going to be different. I'm dead serious. Like, and Kevin and Tim are the only ones that have perspective in the sense of they actually know how much I've uh, changed, even though it seems like little things. Paying for Muni. I pay for Muni now. That sounds oh, wow. stupid. That You're sounds an adult. stupid, but you know what I mean? Like, no. you know, like, yeah, like, like, when was it? Damn. I don't know. Maybe like six. I want to say maybe might have been last uh, Halloween. He was trying to convince me, like, you're stupid. Pay for Muni, even if you don't get caught. And I'm like, nah, yeah. you're dumb. I'm getting away with it. What are you talking about? Like now, it's just it's, you know what I mean. It's all about uh, cause and reaction. You know what I mean. Sure. You good. You put good out there. Good's gonna come back, man. I would say be, yeah, probably right behind, the Rock introducing me, or maybe even the video I have from backstage of the Rock introducing me. Your clip is the clip I've watched the most from Kind of Funny. That's lit because it's so genuine, awesome. Because my concern in quotes of bringing you on board was i was afraid you would struggle with the fact that you were now working a nine to five job for lack of a better term even though we're drinking beer and we have a keg right now we're a bunch of assholes <laughs> Woo! i was afraid you would struggle with 
man, my old crew doesn't think I'm cool anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when you did, like, I, you know, you know how kind of funny Live 30 is. There's a million fucking things going on. We're in a million places. I don't have time to focus on anything. Yeah. So when you thanked everybody and you went, you know, some people call my, my story a sob story. I call it a mob story. And you looked up and I was on the other side where I could look at you and then look at your crew explode in the upper deck. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's fucking awesome that your band of hooligans, it doesn't see this as you selling out or fucking off. Or they were like, you've made it. Like, you're doing something awesome. Yeah. And that one, I was like, wow, that means a lot to me. Yeah. There's a few of them I have to calm down because they're, they're very supportive. They just don't get it always. Mm-hmm. Where they don't understand how uh, wide our community is, so they'll they'll see some comments on my pictures about like, "Hey, dude, you you killed it, or you're doing great, or whatever," and they'll like mock them, not them, but they'll say it too, like right back at me, like, "Hey, dude, I fucking love you." I'm just like, "Dude, like this isn't even yeah, the yeah. place for that." But literally, besides that, they're all about it, man. Awesome. They're all about it. Yeah. Yeah. I recently, on one of my things, I forget what it was, I put up, but something celebratory of something. One of my friends from college popped up, and he's it was basically like, "Go kill yourself." And all these kids jumped on. I'm like, don't talk that way to Greg. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He's it's doing it. Man's he's like, doing it in the fun yeah. way. Don't worry. No, no, no. He's not doing it in the asshole way. Thank yeah, you. That's it's okay. Super funny, man. Yeah, I, I, I could understand that, especially uh, you know, knowing so much people, as much people as you know, you know, um, like obviously Greg Miller with a million followers. You know what I mean? Like you have a huge fan base, but you also know a lot of these people personally and that's fucking that's that's intense you know what i mean i've I've worked for some local celebrities in the past like right before us and everything and like they can't name their fans like that sure you know well that's what we're different that's why we're different why we're special and that is the whole thing of like what sets us apart from it and the fact that celebrity is like obviously such a weird term Uh because we're not i'm not fucking bill trending 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 but like that is the thing of like there is a difference in the fact that I can talk to you about Amy, or I can talk was, to you about Was Zyre. Bill Murray the guy that you brought up? Uh, it might have been in our last interview where you're like, I was surprised to find out I had more followers than him. Or you're no. Like, Holy shit. Oh, was Bill Murray's not even on Twitter. He's too weird for oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. It was, it was somebody I remember we were talking. I mean, it like, happens all the time. He's like, that's when I realized. I was like, what the fuck? It's yeah. kind of like we were talking about earlier with, uh, not Death Angel, but the other band. Uh, <laughs> saying that like, they, they responded to <laughs> Lucky you. Lucky Boys Music. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that sucks. Sh- I'm going to remember Death Angel forever, bro. Fucking Death Angel. Kevin's favorite band. <laughs> No, that's a, it's always a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you've been awesome. You know what I mean? Like it meant a lot that, you know, we hired you before kind of funny live, but waited to surprise you or way to surprise the kids with that. Yeah. Been, even though Nick did his best to fuck it up every chance he had. Every chance. Every chance he had. <laughs> what was it? Hey, take this oh, to your desk. <laughs> I left this on Cool Greg's desk the other day. I'm like, what? Uh, but like, I remember, I'll never forget. Like, you know, cause like, I love Kevin. But Kevin doesn't count, right? Like, Kevin was always a foregone conclusion that he was going to work here. So I don't count him as the first hire, right? Like, I, And I, that's why I don't give you this year in the new class bullshit. But, like, you were our first hire, really. And when you walked around that day to everyone's desk and shook our hand and said, I won't let you down. I was like, oh, right. Like, fuck. Like, that's weird. Like, this is somebody's life. Like, this is yeah, like, like we're changing somebody's life. He did something, bro. Right? Yeah, that's weird. And it was, that's and so it, funny, And man. then it all happened. Like, I was, the other day, uh, uh, Ashley Birch and Deck Nine and Square Enix were through here. And the Square guy who came through is one of our biggest supporters. He's the guy who sent us to Kind of Funny, or I'm sorry, to PAX, PAX Prime, PAX East, all this stuff. Cool. But he hadn't been here since the studio. He's okay. only been to the spare bedroom. And so when I was walking through and I was explaining the space, it's, for somebody who's never been here, it's a different way to explain it of like, cool, keep in mind. And when we got to the back room, I was like, keep in mind, it used to be all of us up front. And then this room was just storage of emptiness. No, nothing happened in here. And then literally it was one day we got cool, Greg. And then 
Andy and Joey came right away. And yeah. I was like, fuck, where do we put them? What's happening? All right, I guess they're in fucking Kevin's <laughs> room. It was like, it was this insane thing of where I talk about all the time of walking into the ha- the uh, the uh, office one day, I call it the house, uh, walking into the office, and it was you, Joey, and Kevin having this conversation up front about TV or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. And I just walked through and walked to the back room and shut the door behind me and turned to Tim and Nick, and I'm like, they have their own lives. Like we, it's like so kind of funny as a culture all of a sudden, because forever it was like, all right, if it's not me, Colin, Tim, Nick, Kevin, but it, Kevin wasn't even on camera for most, you know I mean? Like yeah. if it's not us, this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so the fact of like, you guys are running off making vlogs and doing all this different shit and like putting up a Christmas tree and blah, blah. And it's like, it's mind boggling when I have that time or the rare time to stop and look back and be like, man, I look back, we've built something, right? Like this means so much yeah. to me. The fact that there is this artwork that in that, this photo that is, you can look at it and be like, that is kind of funny. The one um, bef- before this, I was, uh, there was one of the changes where I'm not sure if it was, it must be GOG where our drawing, fuck, what drawing is it? It's like another cartoon drawing. I think it was in this corner where all of us were in it. And, and I went up to, and it, it was one of those changes since Andy's been here. So I think this is the third time we've changed this thing. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the second one, I was like, like Kevin, I'm I'm on the set. Yeah, like, I'm literally on yeah. the set. I don't even have to be on camera. I'm on camera. Like that's fucking crazy. I've only been here for a couple months. Like, and I'm on the set. Right. That was the a moment for me. And I remember thinking that. And now I'm here. This this wasn't a moment for me. This is cool as fuck. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I've already been on the set. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, like, right, I could right, walk right. over here and put my fucking autograph right there. Like, <laughs> you know, I, can, I can add to the set. But it's just that moment was. Uh, I'm gonna remember that one for sure. Like yeah. that, that was crazy to me because it was like it was basically. Maybe you guys didn't see like this, but I feel like you guys put trust in me. You know what I mean? Oh, like sure, it's like sure. you're doing your job right here. Yeah, that oh, one. That, that cartoon one. there. Show it to the kids. There, I was like, Joey, oh. Kevin, <laughs> we have a kegerator. <laughs> it's so good. My input? Oh, no, no, no. oh no, I'm trying to figure out. No, he's trying to figure out these. We're, there's a lot of beer going through all of us right now. And it's it's like, so good. It's making me stronger. But no, it's it's. Yeah, that I don't know. Like, kind of funny is a weird fucking beast. You know what I mean? And we've known that from the get go. But like. Yeah. Like is you know to how proud I was this year in 2017 to bring in Danny, Andrea, and Gary Witta to do this show with us, right? And bring them in and be like, "Cool, we're gonna pay you, so you're part of kind of funny, but you have your own thing." And blah, blah, blah. obviously, your own thing is more important. The pride I felt when Andrea got announced as the host of the Nintendo World Championships, mm-hmm. and she was credited as kind of funny games daily, and Badass. what's good, of course, yeah. you know what I mean. And it is that thing, I'm like. Fuck, that's awesome that people see us in that way. And like you run into people and like, you know, I just came off of PSX and Game Awards and seeing these people that I see you twice a year and be like, holy shit, you guys are killing it. And this is awesome. And this is amazing. I listen to the show and I do that thing. And it's like, wow, you don't expect the stuff we make because I expect, you know, I picture it being out there for as a utility for Trevor Starkey, you know, yeah. at his job or whatever. Or, you know, Alex O'Neill or whoever's watching on YouTube and then the the post I love the most over on the subreddit where it's somebody show where you listen, where you watch the guys or whatever. And it's people driving tractors and they're just listening to us on MP3 while they That's do their wild. job. Right. In I've Australia. Yeah. Oh my God. And so like, it's, I think of it that way now where I think of how community focused we are and how the best friends drive everything that I never think of Neil Druckmann in between meetings or whatever, whenever the fuck he's listening to this shit, mm-hmm. listening to this or Shuhei talking to me backstage about, yeah. Oh, I like this kind of funny games. You were wrong about this. I'm like, thanks you. But you know what I mean? Like 
It's weird the world we have and the fact that, you know, yeah, when at backstage at the PSX at the Uncharted panel that Andy met Neil for the first time and he's like, oh, I'm Andy. I know your voice. I've I've heard you on Kind of Funny Games Daily. And it's like Andy's dream was to work to be an intern. Hey, Kevin's oh, leaning way back oh, on his Neil's, mind. Neil's the guy that's like the, the best animator or whatever he was talking about? Mm-mm. No? Oh, never mind. Sorry. His dream was to what? Talking to your microphone, Kevin. You're ruining this interview. Sorry. Eat your meat. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm I was pitching for Greg. I thought Greg Miller would fucking bat that out. But like Andy's dream was to be an in. Well, I was saying it, but I like you to be part of the show. Oh, were, you, were you saying it? I was. I was doing it? that thing where I repeat everything you say after you say it. Cause no, all, I know. I thought you were going to take over. I was just trying to pitch. Well, the I don't body. know the story. Oh, Andy's. Uh, sorry, Andy's dream was to be an intern at um, Naughty Dog. Oh, like he, like the, he, he told me, dude. Like it's the biggest deal that this guy came up to me and was like, "Hey, <coughs> I'm like run Naughty Dog as boss." And it's well, like, I mean, technically I Evan does, but I'm not. Yeah, but hairs. whatever. But you know, I just want to remind everybody here. that Evan's up here, Neil's down here. To put Scott Lowe somewhere in here. Not sure where Scott Lowe is. I don't want to give kind of funny too much credit, but it's I think it's different when every fucking hip hop artist thanks their fans. Can't do it without their fans. Yeah. I listen to hip hop. They do not respect their fans. Mm. Like, you know, that's mm. not what's going on. I don't know musicians you listen to. I'm sure they're thanking their fans. I don't think they respect their fans the way they say they do. I'd I'd cold heartedly would say, or I, I would honestly say wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, there we go. Wholeheartedly is not. I would wholeheartedly say like I feel like all of us really do that when we say how much like we actually they've changed our lives like it's like Andy's story you know what I mean and uh, to go off what we were talking about before that little the side thing from Kevin um, that was disrespectful just saying but we were going off before that Sorry. no you're good dude um, like just my jump my jump into into kind of funny was almost like picture perfect because it was it was my best friend telling yeah. me I can do it my brother saying like. Hey, dude, if you fail, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I got you. Like, we're good. I got you. If I get just I realized that was the pep talk he gave you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. He's like, he's like, just, you know what I mean? Just fucking do it. Like, I think you can yeah, do it. Yeah, swing the bat. Fucking do it, you yeah. know? And um, just go with it. Like I said, I didn't know how famous you were when I met you. So we met very gracefully. Um, Colin was just chill the whole time. Yeah. No problem. Nick was on cocaine. Nick, you know, not really on cocaine, but you know what I'm saying? That, that characteristic. No, just let him, just let that head. Yeah. That's what he was. Nick, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, so he was always just that guy, you know? Yeah. And, um, those are all great. But then when you're talking about this new, new era, I'm, I'm very, I'm very sensitive. Like I'm a lot more sensitive than people think. I threw on my hood and keep my hat on. Cause I don't want people looking at me and talking sure. to me and shit. Cause I get uncomfortable, you know? So it's like, it takes a lot for me. It doesn't take a lot for me to get uncomfortable. And the fact that I met Joey, in my mind, I don't know the exact day to day. I met her at the the Christmas party, the holiday party. All right, last year. Last year. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I wasn't an official member at all by any means. But you'd helped out enough there. Helped yeah. out we a couple here and there. You guys invited me and I fucking loved it, you know? Yeah. But it was a small group, you know? And uh, I remember uh, they were all taking a picture, all the girls, and I stuck my picture in. And my picture got put up on everyone's page because it was like me taking with all the kind of honeys, you know? So it was like those moments was like I met her in a way that like, it almost, it, it, if she just respects me, it'll be changed. She never would. But like, she's good for life. You oh, know sure. what I mean? Like just the way I met her was perfect. I met Andy because I thought he was, um, um, uh, uh, screw attack. No, 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 no. <laughs> Who's the other one? Um, game attack. No, no, uh, fuck. fun house. No, nah, it's, it's, uh, the superheroes. Tim, Tim was a power ranger. Tim was a power ranger. Max Snyder's. Oh, oh Ismahawk. 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 I thought he was Ismahawk at kind of funny life too. That's so funny. that's the only reason I talked to him. I think he was talking to Tone Deaf. So nice. I walked up like, what's up, it's my, what's up, Tone Deaf? And then kept it pushing. You know, my bad, but kept it pushing. And then um, when I actually legitly met him, 
um, I, Kevin was super, super fucking excited that we got Andy. And yeah. he's been talking to me about this guy, Andy, and he's going, how we're going to get Andy. And then he finally got you guys to get Andy or whatever it, it is. fucking forever. So he finally he played hardball, didn't he? He's, uh, we're yeah. at his house cleaning out yeah. the... Cleaning out the room for, you know, because he used yeah. to live with Kevin's mom or whatever. And no, no. He lived underneath. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He no, rented no, a room from yeah, Kevin's yeah, yeah. mom. So I didn't realize that would sound weird. He lived with Kevin's mom. That's, that's Andy's He was joke. Kevin's stepdad for a hot minute. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, so yeah, I don't remember if we cleaned out the room. I just remember we went there to work real quick. Yeah. Uh, I might be wrong on that, but I think we did. And then I took a break. I went out. I think I was smoking a cigar by myself in the middle of like a tree. I was just by a tree, like how... I'm in the night, like how Nick says. Yep. And a car pulls up and it's just like, hey, cool, Greg. Hey, you want help? And I was just like, who the fuck is this, dude? Like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on because like, I'm in the middle of my own zone. Yeah. I'm listening to music. Yeah. I'm not even talking. I'm not even thinking about that. And uh, then I realized he pulled into Kevin's thing. I'm like, oh, this is the guy we've been fucking waiting for, obviously. Yeah. Jump over there. And then since since the my introduction to him in my mind was, Oh, hey, cool, great. You want to help? Like, just hella super <laughs> casual. Like, just nothing. I'm just there, like, smoking my cigar with my headphones. Like, you know, almost not in the suburbs, but in a nice little dead area. Oh, yeah. Looking like a fall wall. Like, what the fuck? But it was great. And I was just, I'm, Andy's my boy. Like, it, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Then he hopped out of the car and I just wasn't uncomfortable. I felt like I could say anything, I could yeah. do anything. And, you know, the conversations we have, half the time he's, what you just say, cool, great? No, don't say that again. Well, let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always helpful. Like, I, I love it. I just, yeah. No, I mean, we have something incredibly special here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you look at the photo, or the, that's a painting, that's that photo, but either one of them, like, the way, I mean, none of it doesn't make sense in the way that we brought in Kevin right away, and then to bring on you, and then to bring in two members of our, standout members of our community who are doing amazing work and bring it all together. Yeah. On paper already, you're like, oh, that'll make sense, and that'll be great, but the vibe we all have together you know what I mean? And the way we all work together and the way we're all driving towards the same goal is amazing. Yeah. I love when uh, uh, Miss Renee gets mad when I when when she tries to help and puts the coasters down. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just the wrong green, mama. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you see this one? But it's no disrespect. But no, like, she no, knows it. She wrong, knows it. But that's, I, you know, but that's the same thing that we're all, man. none of us are divas none of us are do it for us we're all we want to help we want to yeah. do it even if but yeah. it's that you know we don't know what it's supposed to look like uh-huh. it's like every i could sit down here as i do for three million shows whatever fucking year and i have no idea what fucking color bar is supposed to be here but tim sits down here and it's the first Instantly, thing he fucking sees tim tim called and that's the it. reason why when we sit down here kevin always goes tim nick you are the shot because he knows i'm like oh the camera's on that's good enough Kids will be fine with it. That'll work. <laughs> Here we go. And like, and then Nick will get up and fucking start moving these things. And I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. No, uh, we're family, and that's the the point of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely feel like a, a part of this. When I first jumped in, I definitely felt like I had to earn it. Uh, maybe not earn it. Uh, I felt like prove yourself. I wanted to prove myself. Yeah. Now it's to the point where it's like I just see how the business works, and it's such a weird business of entertainment. That's like you got, sometimes don't always necessarily i'm not gonna say prove yourself you don't always necessarily have to work as hard mm. um kevin never really told me not to but like looking back on it because he's super nice like or not super nice but he, but he was because he was respectful nice like, like yeah, <laughs> that's the wrong way to say it but like because he's respectful like i honestly thought i was helping the business by jumping on those instagram streams 
No, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just felt like, I remember talking to you, you'd give me a hard time, not hard time, like jokingly hard time about well, not being on, on Twitch, Twitch and all this yeah. shit. And I'd just be like, I'm not on Twitch. I'm going to yeah. talk to the people that ain't on Twitch. That, yeah. That's where I'm at. And sure. if I, Twitch has certain standards that I don't know about, I know what Instagram has, and I can play with those rules. Great point. So it's like those kind of things where it's like, but now I'm not going to say it was stupid or anything like that. Opinions aside, a year later where I'm at now, like that didn't help our business. It might have helped my fan base, or not my fan base, my relationship with the best friends. Sure. But, but that's what this is all based on. But I mean, I could have done that in different ways. I could have, I could have not done that and still just responded to the tweets and still just put out things. You know what I'm saying? Question I get, and I'm not annoyed because it makes sense, but it is that thing where I'll be talking to somebody, whether it's a prospective advertiser, sponsor, just somebody who wants to know about the business. Yeah, and they'll ask me, "All right, cool. Uh, oh wow, that much money on Patreon. How big is your audience?" And it's that thing of, I don't know, because yeah. we have it, I for a long time. Not even for a long time. When I started YouTube.com slash Game Over Greggy and started putting up YouTube videos, my thought process was I'm going to put up this show, Conversation with Colin, and I'm going to put up this show in a couple weeks called Orioration. And I thought, I have 60, 70,000 Twitter followers. That means these videos are going to get 40 to 50,000 views at a time. It was right right, as as I got cancer, so 2012. Holy and then shit. so I was like, these are going to get this amount of views. And so they never did. They always were like 8,000, 9,000. Right? How much do like, you think? How much do you expect? Oh, I expected. I, I'm stupid at the time. And I expect everybody who follows me is going to click through and see this shit. So it was like, because I wasn't looking at IGN numbers. I'm thinking they tweeted out. So I didn't fucking know. Math or free parties. And none of my motherfucking friends show up. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I don't know yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. All these people going to click that. Nah. And so... I even today we put up a video or a podcast and we're super proud of it. And you know, we have what we're about to hit 230 subs, right? On a kind of funny games or 227 or whatever, and kind of funny views on whatever are all over the place, right? Where it's like, sure, some video will do 100,000 views. They do love and sex stuff that does a million for some goddamn reason. But you come down here and you're in this the same morning thing. show because we're doing it every morning is 10 to 15 maybe and i'm being generous there kind of funny games daily is usually 25 ish give or take on either side uh then the game over greggy breakout is basically what i'm saying is the youtube views have never been like we're a million a million view channel mm-hmm. and for a long time that was like oh that sucks that's weird and then it's that you look at the audio numbers and the audio numbers are so much higher and you're like, oh, right. People still consume us as a podcast thing. But then it's that mm. thing of, wow, that's awesome. So do they know about party mode? Do they know about cooking with Greggy? And then we'll put out cooking with Greggy and cooking with Greggy will that's spike not, and I be great. I thought of that, yeah. And so when somebody comes to me and they're like, well, how big is your audience? It's this thing of just like, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, sure, we have these subs. This is what we do. But that does that. But this does this. And then it's the Patreon numbers. And it's... Luckily, we're in a space that whoever we're talking to understands the value of not the largest community, but the community that wants to be the most active. Okay. And so it is that fact of like when we, and this is not me at all stumping for the ad, but when we put out the Omaha Steaks ad and I'm like, legitimately, I love this thing. And so many of you tweet and Omaha Steaks tweets back and this, that, and the other, like that goes a long way. And it's the same way of, hey guys, Taco Master is a great game. And fucking Taco Master can chart this shitty, not shitty, but not great platinum or whatever for at nine on nine on PSN. And that's the reason that 
I'm invited. Well, I'm in a good interview, I assume, too. But that's the reason that we're invited to come on the PlayStation stage for PSX. And that's the reason people who... Aisha Tyler should have never come to our spare bedroom, but she saw our audience be active and talk to people. And Will Friedle, even though I'm giving shit lately on, on Twitter is a good guy who's going to come on the show eventually. And again, us horsing around and the community get involved, they see that. And so it's this weird thing of, I forget what the original question was anymore, how we, how the fuck I got on this tangent. It's all good. Uh, how big our numbers are? Huh? Yeah. Should I jump in? Um, so I, I've been at Kevin, for a company for now. can we get now. some more beers here? I there mean, we go. I mean, we got to die of thirst. Can you open the so, windows? It's hot. Thank you. It, to, well, as soon as it gets bad. There go the windows. That's what I like Too to late? Say. Is, is it bad? Oh, no. no, no Here's what I'll tell okay, you. Okay, Here's okay. what I'll tell you. On this one, give me a higher, a hell or high watermelon. Hell yeah. Which one do you want? Racer 5 or hell or high watermelon? Stronger one. That's Racer 5. Yeah, I know. Go with your gut, Kevin. Um, so, as as a... as a So, you said something. I, I think I might have gave you a look that threw you off, and I hope I didn't cut no, you no, off. No, no, no. Okay, because I, I was like looking at you like this for a second. Hella hard. I was like, oh, shit. That just shut him up. Like, no, 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 no. So... You said something that stuck out to me a couple of times in that was, uh, and it wasn't your main point. It was the fact that you said that the the, uh, the community we have is the most active. Sure. And that is a way of describing the community. In I've never heard it described like that. Mm, mm. Tim, Kevin, no one's ever said it to me. Sure. And you, even on the show, I don't, I've never heard it like that. Mm. I see us as, uh, when, when you first put out the question about um, how many supporters we have or fan or whatever you wanted to call it at that point, and then you said the whole podcast com- Compared to listeners, and I know I know some of the people that, that I talk to in DMs on a di- nightly basis. Some like Skizip, uh, oh, Jamie, yeah. those guys. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Um, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they watched it both. You know yeah, what I'm saying? and that's so, the thing where it yeah, gets so yeah. hard to tell of like what have you what what do you watch? What Super do you? crazy, yeah. Um, so I would I just when you're saying the most active, that's sure. very interesting to me because as somebody who is telling you or not telling you, telling, I hope I'm not shoving it down anyone's throats but i always want to be i tell kevin i don't understand what's going on all the time every day i'm like dude <laughs> do, do point i'll do but i yeah, don't yeah, i'm yeah. not gonna pretend like i understand it sure so as somebody who's like that's like if somebody would have told me this community is the most active i feel like a lot of my pro not my problems my um issues of understanding how to deal with the community mm. would be different if i knew mm. their goal was to be the most active if it was sure. all about having the opinion my whole mindset going into this whole situation is different i'm thinking we're best friends now i'm you thinking are. my friends should understand when i don't want to hear that when when i'm saying something mm. that's totally positive i don't want rain on my parade Mm-mm-mm. you know what i mean and it goes as far as the verified people that followed me sure, compared to the sure. people that I barely know, but they respect me, so I respect Dude, them. You think I haven't you been there? Where saying? I want to make a, I'm, I'm saying. I'm sure this. you've been there, and that's why I talk literally, to you guys. Literally, Justice League, right? Where I'm like, hey, I, I understand we were gonna problems. I don't, I, I, I said, it, I don't know if it got interpreted the right way, but on our Justice League reacts, right? I said, uh, I was here. I don't remember it. It's fine. I opened up and like, what did you think, Greg? And I'm like, well, for the record, I wouldn't even do this if Jack wasn't here. Because we had a guest. Jack came in from Rooster Teeth to do this thing. And my problem is video games, right? Somebody wants to argue with me about if Uncharted 3 was a 10. Somebody wants to talk to me about what, why I don't feel like I've connected with Nier or Persona this year. Blah, 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 blah. I'll sit there and I'll discuss it till the cows come home. Twitter's harder because I'm in the middle of stuff, right? Because that's my profession. That's my wheelhouse. That's my expertise. Yeah. Movies are not. So when I finished Justice League and literally the final 15 minutes were me trying not to cry because it's everything I've ever wanted, 
I wanted to go home and just be left alone with that. I didn't want to hear why people didn't like it because with all due respect, I don't give a fuck. I enjoyed that. I'm done with that. I want to walk away with that memory in my heart. Yeah. And so I know what you're saying of tweeting out something and wanting and just being like, Hey everybody, here's what I think. But that's not what we do. And that's the same thing with the reacts. Like that would have been the bad move for me to do too, where it is. Obviously I need to be in the conversation. I'm the, I'm the DC guy. Yeah. But it's also the th- fact that even though I don't find myself, I don't think of myself as a movie reviewer, critiquer. I am. If I'm going to be on these reacts products, I am. And so for me to comment on Twitter about anything is me opening myself up for cross-examination or to have these things. Now, the problem, of course, is that I can't answer everybody. I, I, there's nothing more than I hate of having the in-depth response conversation back and forth with somebody. And then there being three more tweets from different three other people being like saying the same thing. And you're like, it's not your job to look through my at replies. I get that. But you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's a that's you know, it's a never ending battle. AMAs are the same way when you and AMA on Reddit or something. And it uh-huh. is like, hey, I'm here to answer all these questions. And then I have to start being like, well, if you see my response above, if you see this, blah, blah, blah. And when I say active, I don't mean that, I don't think that's incongruent with best friends. Right. If Poe, my best friend, you know, the you know, uh, my brother hit me up right now and was like, dude, I just saw Justice League and I didn't like it. And I saw you did like it, or I saw uh, the better example for right now. I saw uh, The Last Jedi, and I loved it. I heard you didn't like it. Let's talk about it. We'd be into it. And it wouldn't be, let's fucking kill each other, right? But the problem on the internet is that it's hard to separate the wheat from the chef. And it's hard to understand that you're a best friend coming at me passionately, but you still respect me. But in 140 characters, like, you're fucking wrong about this. Then yeah. it's like, guess what, motherfucker? My shield is up. My sh- my sword is up. And let's go. And I under- and it's just so hard. And I know that that's throwing the baby out with the bathwater and all these different things. But it's where it's at. And so when I say the community is the most active community, I don't even mean responding to our tweets. I mean the fact that the kind of funny community and the best friends act like no other internet community on the internet ever in the history of me being on the I internet or that. anything. Even where, though I understand it, I agree with that. Where on PS I Love You XOXO, that one time Con and I were like, Jason Schreier is getting death threats and that's fucked up. Everybody send him love. And that community said, you know what? We're going to do that every week for a developer and a journalist. Time out. Is that what Sweet Nasty Love started as? No, that oh, was, okay, I think okay. it might have oh, piggybacked shit. off of that. Okay. This was hashtag PS We Love You XOXO. Okay. But that isn't normal. Um, a person. Yeah, it's not internet. Like just, yeah. A person from our side of the internet of an IGN traditional games person being able to be a PewDiePie or a Markiplier at the Game Awards for Trendy Gamer Award is not normal. That and, and, and I feel like, you know, we didn't get it for Andrea like we did it for me. And I think part of that is the fact that we did it already for me. I think part, we're in a different place in 2017. She's not official full time kind of funny. So maybe people don't have the connection with her. But still, I heard how close it was uh-huh. between her and Dr. Disrespect. And it's like, was it really close? Yeah. That's and that's the awesome thing where it's like even that and like and, and here's what I'm talking about, about the act, how active we are. The fact that it's close is amazing and awesome and blah, blah, blah. That in fact, you're able to go with like the number one Twitch streamer. Beyond all of that, beyond, I've known Andrea my entire career. Hmm. I've always said, and I've told her this privately. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I've always said privately 
that she is an untapped resource and talent because what Andrea has, and I'm using quotes here if you're an audio listener, I don't know if I'm struggled with in quotes is the fact that she's always been a nomad. She's always been a freelancer. So it is that thing of, oh, I saw you on GT or I saw you on Mahalo Games or I saw you on, you're great. There's no place to go to. Whereas with me, it's like, all right, cool. I was at IGN and now I'm here. And so I, you know where to go for Greg Miller content and where to avoid Greg Miller content. And so the reason she was trending gamer for me this year is the fact that she finally, I don't know if got that is the right term, but she made what's good and she started working with us. AKA and, a whole lot of gang shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Where it's like all of a sudden she has a home and people understand yeah. that. And so to my point of the active community was watching you guys, the kind of funny best friends. So many of you become what's good games, best friends. So many of you reach out and talk to her. So many of you go to our subreddit and make threads about why you like her. If there was a subreddit thread or we were, if, if there was a subreddit thread and I sent it to her, she'd already seen it and she responded about how that blew her away. If there was crazy, if you were out there tweeting about her and how great she was, she was harding those. And I know that if you're not thinking about it, you think you watch me and Tim and Nick and you and Kevin and kind of funny in general. And you go, well, that's just how it is. That's just how we are. That's how we are to each other. That's how the community treats the people they respect and love. Mm-hmm. That is not the internet. I've seen this woman do amazing work her entire career at a million different outlets and not get treated with that respect and that love. And that broke my heart for the longest time. And then in 2017, I never knew any of this. She made her own thing and started working with us, and suddenly it was. What's Good Game was 2017? Yeah. Holy shit, didn't know that either. Yeah. They've been around for a while. Yeah, no, no, no. And that was the thing of like, it all made sense. It all, I mean, What's Good Game, I think, started two weeks before Kind of Funny Live 3. Just to put it on wax, right? Her tagline is, What's good every day when she sees him? Fuck, she beat me to it. I got, I got, <laughs> I got weak ass. What's Hannon? Man, I don't I like what's, what's Hannon. Hannon. Hannon's cool, but fuck, I would have done what's good. Well, now he starts saying what's good. It's fine. I would have done what's good in a second, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried they're gonna try to steal Joey at some point. They've, they've said on Twitter as much. Hey, they, I've seen them. I say bye and then they hug and then they leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hold on, bro. Mm-hmm. They hugging now? We hugging? I never hug nobody. What's yeah, going I don't on, like bro? Bit. I don't like that one. Yeah, bit. yeah, I don't like that either. Um, that was interesting as shit. Uh, but as far as going into the conversation as um, our most, the, we are the most active yeah. community. You're saying uh, it's. I'm saying the our audience talks to us, talks on our behalf, talks to strangers in a way that does not happen in the. That audience. is true. I honestly, I, I get tagged in a lot of tweets that are not directed at us. They're directed at people telling people about us. The amount which of times is fucking cool. I've woken up at the something, old place something and gone sure. out and walked Portillo and seen the phone and it's Alexa, it's Mike Bithel, it's David Jaffe saying like, holy shit, the kind of funny community is, is awesome because they're all tweeting me because of this hashtag. When Mike Bithel did his first Twitch stream with us and then tweeted out, hey, I noticed I have a lot of new followers. Why? And everybody's like, kind of funny, kind of funny, kind of funny, kind of funny, kind of yeah. funny. Like, our audience, if we say, hey, this person is cool, you should follow them. Hey, go watch this show. Hey, do this. And not the ad stuff, even though, again, if we're doing ads, we like it. Hey, go do this. You guys look at us and go, oh, we, we, we're small, but we believe you. We're all in. Whereas with IGN, if I was like, hey, I did Sony Vio commercials for like uh, up at noon, right? Like, Nobody ever fucking tweeted me of like, hey, I bought that Sony Vio. You yeah. told me to buy. I love it. 
It was always just like, no, that's just a thing, and blah, blah, I'm on my way. This is interesting. So so I think uh, when I first went off on this conversation, or first brought it up, uh, I was thinking of active in a different way. And you're, 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 it's, I guess it's, it's active by definition, for sure, but you're saying active towards getting other people to listen. What I was thinking, when you said active, I was like, in response to us. Mm. You know what I mean? You say something, everybody responds. Kind of like you put a sure. link out, everybody clicks it. So that's why I thought that word active I would change my no, mind. But no, it's not an apologize thing. It's like, I like that. Like the, I, This is a thought no one's ever explained to me like this and I would like to go forward thinking another, like this. Here's an, I mean, here's another great example that like, it's one of those funny things, right? It's like a joke of like, how many times has this famous movie line, you, uh, you know, Luke, I am your father was actually said in fucking Empire, right? Or whatever. It was never said. What's the joke? Oh, wait. It was oh, never said. Okay, Everybody okay. thinks that was said. It never was. I bet if you went through. He doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. No. That's not it? Search your heart. You know it to be true, right? And then, yeah. And then he's like, no, I am your father. Oh, so it's like a sentence rather right, than right, just right. a, fr- oh, and shit. So everybody thinks it's Luke. It's the same way. And this is a, this is, <laughs> this is a reach, but stick with huh. me for the active stuff, right? If you went through, come out like Breaking Bad. He never says science, bitch, or whatever the fuck, right? He no, no, right? he has to say science. Andy, Andy, Andy. I think this is the same thing we're talking no about. No way. No, no. He let's says, see. Let's see. Let's let's wait till Andy. Definitely says wait till it. Andy. Andy's talking to the. Or is it magnets? I think it's magnets, bitch. That's he, the he one. Definitely says magnets. Bitch. So then, so then, go get Andy. I've seen this. What culture? I know. <laughs> While that happens. I bet if you went through all the kind of funny content, and granted, we put out a lot of content, the amount of times I talk about Wing Wings actively, a few dozen, you know what I mean? Which sounds like a lot, but again, remember, there's four shows a day. Oh, no, 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 we'll bring it, come here, come here, we'll ask you the question on air. So in the, in, in the seminal series, yeah. Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. does Jesse ever say science bitch? Uh, yeah. Okay, then I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, he says science, um... When they are in the kitchen and they're like first cooking, it's like maybe episode two or three, um, and they figured something out. I believe they're in the kitchen. All right, let's cut you off. The argument we're having is there. There's a Breaking Bad thing that is about this. Maybe oh, it's not science, say, bitch. He didn't say science, bitch. He says, yeah, yes. He is. He goes, oh. yeah, bitch. Yeah, science. That's, that's okay. So he doesn't say science, bitch. No. Yeah. Okay. Right, so then. that's the exact right. thing. Okay. Okay. For sure. Does he say magnets, bitch? I didn't know yeah. that. It was okay, one he does say magnets. Not me. Yeah. Just watch the video. <laughs> okay. 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 I just remember it was one of them. No. No. Say. You nailed yeah, it. You nailed okay. it out of the gate. And then he also says, "Oh, Heil Hitler, bitch." Yeah, Heil Hitler. I remember that. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Andy. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Anyways, <laughs> the fact that I probably mentioned wing wings maybe a few dozen times, but. Every time I go into Wing Wings, they're like, dude, people come in here all the time saying Every Greg Miller sent day. me, right? Every day somebody walk, and that's mind boggling that mm-hmm. in our city, a city we've existed in, but like people don't come by here because they shouldn't. Don't do that. But it's like, you know, they're going to Wing Wings and mentioning they're hitting up the recommendations there. I'm saying something. In not an offhand sense, I love Wing Wings, right? And everybody knows that I wear the shirts and shit. But I'm saying it in a way that I'm never being like, go to Wing Wings, motherfucker. And now somebody's going to immediately clip this out and put it next to when I say that. But well, <laughs> since, since I've known you, um, I, I, I don't know if this is going against what you're saying. I hope it doesn't. Mm. Uh, since I've known you, I've only sent you one uh, DM or text where I was like, hey, like my like, close friend is sitting next to you eating dinner right yeah. now. 
I and it's, that. that's fucking weird because he doesn't know who you are, but he knows that you're like something yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah. And that was at Wing Wings. And I was like, yeah. holy shit. Like, so you, you be in the field. Like, and you're actually what, there. And that's the funniest thing of like, you know, Wing Wings is not close to where I live. So it's like a rarity that I go there. But if I go to Wing Wings, I get recognized at Wing Wings. Yeah. Like, that's the amount of people that are going it's through there awesome. because I've said it enough that yeah. people are like, well, if I'm in SF, I got to go to Wing Wings. I got to see what's cool. You got your uh, picture autographed in there? No, that's Portillo's. Oh. Wing Wings, I got married in there. We took a bunch of photos. Got I got to send it. those photos. I got me. I, we get them framed no, and send them over. You didn't get married there. You went there after getting married. All right, well, I went there after getting married. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. <laughs> Ruining it's the memory, man. Ruining the memory. <laughs> is it a big difference, Kevin? Yeah. Okay, well, Kevin says it is. I apologize. Nah, I feel it. Um, I, lo- I, I love the community. I love that it's active, and I love everything about it. Uh, my only issue with it is that I'm, I'm not... Um, sure of myself for how to deal with it. I, oh, sure. I, I want to treat it with respect every single time. And when we're thinking about Twitter, it's it's weird because like it's the most important thing and it's the least important thing in the same conversation. Where it's like what you say doesn't matter, but then like a tweet doesn't matter, but a tweet can ruin your life. Sure, you know you've what I been mean? tossed into an unenviable situation. Where when I started IGN, every DM is saying, "I wish I was where you were." Sure, you know. But so I'm, it's what I'm saying is, bro. in the mean that. <laughs> When I started IGN, Twitter isn't a thing. Yeah. And when Twitter does start, there's just an IGN account. Nobody, none of us take it seriously. Da, 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 da. You jump ahead now at IGN or any big corporation or big company. There's people to dodge behind. This happens. This decision isn't you. Whereas with us, we're such a small group and we are founded on community and best friends that I'm a personality and Nick's a personality and Tim's a personality. And, you're, and to an extent, you're a personality. And there's varying degrees of how long you've had to deal with that and how to interact with people because of that. And I do feel for you. Of I, I see you where you'll say something or put up your Instagram and then you delete it and you do this thing. I delete like, it all, man. Yeah. I, I regret it all, man, because I don't want to disrespect anyone. But and I get that and I get that and I feel and I but it's like you fit but it's I, you learning I, the rules. My personality is disrespectful. That's something I'm trying to grasp. You think so? I mean, I don't think so, but it's taken every day. So I'm reminded every day. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I don't know. Uh, what you're saying, you're a personality. He's personality. We're all personalities. Like it's it kind of goes into, in, in my opinion, and, and I want it on record. Or I want it on record to say, like, not only are you my boss, but you're my friend. Sure, you have accomplished so much just at a base level that same way I talk to Tim, like he gets it. I don't know if I could put it into words in a way for other people to get it. I talk to him and Tim. And I might disagree and I might say some shit, but they know at the end of the day, I know they're right. I'm just confused mm-hmm. at myself why I don't understand why I don't think the same way they are. And gotcha. I need them to convince me because I don't get it. Sure. And that's where I come well, into that's it. learning, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it's a learning thing, but you know, I'm 25, you know what I mean? So I'm still learning a lot. A lot of shit people learned when they were 17 and that's just me. I'm, I love that. I got supporters still that they can understand my struggle, but it's like, I'm not, I'm definitely not giving no one advice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I'm, when I, when I hear you talking about, Oh, I'm not the movie guy. I'm not the music guy. I'm the video game guy. I'm like, in my perspective, that's a that's something you're putting on yourself. Sure. I don't think that's true. I think I don't I don't think that's true from an outside point of view who doesn't know our fan base, who doesn't know our community. I just I don't think that's true. Same thing looking at Kevin. I think Kevin is a movie guy. He wasn't always when I first got hired. I don't think he was a personality on movies. Sure. I don't know if it's the Twitter. I don't know if it's the movie pass. I don't know what it is. But where he, but but where the movie pass? But maybe he's just more vocal about it. I don't know what it is. But where he is now in kind of funny. I can't talk about in the community online. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know about his perspective or your perspective. From my perspective, in my seat 
and kind of funny actually working here and living here, he is, he's officially there now. Sure. I don't agree with you saying that he's first, first, not draft, but first fucking. Okay. Like, I'm saying he's not first. He's. What yeah. is it now? What is it again? There's new class. Yeah. So I, I think he's new That's class. That's not a horn. I think for sure he's new class, but then again. Don't know. You're I don't not know new about class. Nothing. That's impossible. New class. So I, I King think of he's the new, new class. class. You class started president. like two months after we found it kind of funny. Class president, new class. That's not true. I started two years after you guys had established. Oh fuck you with that shit. All right. Hold on. Two years. New class. So what about when you were working when we were with us when we were? All right. I started get, four months before you started kind of funny as a thing. And new then class. And then we we hired you. New class. But then the next person doesn't get hired for like what? Year and a half. Yeah, you guys didn't have your shit together. True. Uh, As, yeah, I, some I, would argue I, we don't I'm, still. I'm glad that I came in and planned. A I bunch want to put of it shit. out there that I think, uh, I think Kevin's like the Mr. Ball. You know, you're not a Laker, but you be following this whole Lakers thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He be trying to put he wants all three of his sons on the same team. That's Kevin, bro. He has all three of his kids on the Lakers sure, at one sure. point, bro. <laughs> but it's just kind of funny, man. And, but, but but what I'm getting at is. These are lab- that's a label I think you put on yourself because you are such a professional. And I think that's important. It's not just like a normal person. You are actually in that league. It's sure. not your opinion. You are in that league. He's officially in that league. So he can have his own opinion now. But when we talk about movies, like, nah, he's, he's in my opinion, only me, he's on reacts. And if he's not on reacts, then that's like on y'all. Bullshit racist stuff. Fucking up. Mm-hmm. Not racist, but you know what I'm saying? Then that's, that's a company decision. Yeah. But with you, it's, that's not a company decision. That's a personal decision. And where I'm at, I think it's a company decision. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. So these are the things. Yeah. What I'm saying was like, I'm a, I'm a mob mentality. I'm I'm really for the team. I'm I'm all for the team. I love having a leader. I don't want to be my own leader. I love having a leader. Mm, mm, mm. Make fun of me for that if you'd like. I don't care. No, it's me. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was like, I like I like jocking people. I love telling people Sasha she's the best. I love telling Jay Z he's the best. I love telling you how much I respect you. Right. These things, you know. So it's like. I forgot how where I was going with this. Well, that's just, all that's part of a, a team, though, right? It's like you yeah. were, earlier were like, you know, asking with Colin, uh, a conversation with Colin, if Colin was in the title because he was more popular than me, right? Yeah. That's me not knowing anything about the internet, thinking so, clickbait. But here's what you need to think about it as, right? There's nothing I enjoy more than putting someone over. Like WWE, there we go, right? And that's yeah. the backyard wrestling in me, probably, yeah. or the fan of being a fan of sports entertainment. But in the fact of like, oh. I can use me to propel you to this. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I want to do. And that's, that's why with everybody, yeah. that's the thing where it is like, you know how I don't understand. I don't know if I can put into words how special slash amazing it is that like there's a Disney emoji blitz commercial that Nick and Tim are the stars of. And I had nothing to do with it. Uh, right. I could, I could put it into words. Tim is that guy. Because my problem for the longest time, starting kind of funny or game over Greggy or whatever, or even beyond, like way, like just in general, is like I've always been that leader guy. I've always been the face, right? And there's, don't get me wrong, there's been dozens of people behind me at every turn, every business, every whatever venture making it all happen. But I am the face, and I and we've we've definitely in kind of funny's history had deals where it was like, cool, we want to book you guys for this. All right, cool, Greg can't do it. Oh, all right, and then we don't want to do it. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck you guys. That's not what this is. You 100%. know what I mean? Like they they all have the reach I do if they want to go do it. And so that we're to a point now where that is legit. That's what I want. I want and like like there was a RTX this year. I can't tell you how special it was to walk into a panel room and sit in the back of the auditorium. With Joey, Nick, uh, Tim, 
all this, you know, Jen, uh, Gia, and watch Andy on a panel. RTX was the Texas one? Yeah, okay, as yeah. a representative kind funny. Because that was the first time where any of the new class was on a panel that wasn't us. And I, you know, it's just yeah. like, that's insane of like, that's what I want. That's yeah. what I, when we founded this, that's what I, we were all talking about is that I want a lineage where, you know, Andy makes a show on his own that's amazing. And we hire somebody else who comes in and does something that's amazing. And they do all this stuff that has nothing to fucking do with us. And I know that what that leads to, it leads to what happened with us. Where cool, Andy gets more and more popular. Personality that I'm talking about, XY guy, gets more and more popular. They go off and do their own thing. And it's no. like, great. I know. I, Kevin, it's going to happen to you one day. No. One day you're going to get popular, Shut Kevin. Your mouth. They're waiting for you anytime now. Sounds so silly. Get popular with your bongos, I guess. I don't really know what you do. So this, this, gets, this gets confusing for me as somebody who's like outside of the inside joke. Um, like, but we don't. But I don't know. If, I don't even know if this is proper on camera conversation. That's not the actual mentality we have, right? What? That like Kevin's gonna go off somewhere? Because I we I I'm in the before I see you or your face or a reaction. Like I'm in a mentality of like Kevin's gonna get more popular. Yeah. So like why? So that why? makes the company stronger. Like, no, but like, but you're not, all. you're not like, like no one's expecting you to leave off of that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm in the same boat where it's like, you know, we're a family, and yeah. if like, I know, you know, I know that. I know. Yeah. I, I think I even think the fans know that. But like, sorry, you just threw me off by saying that. Like, kind of funny's understanding of that. Like, we're all growing within each other, right? Of course. Because this isn't. I'm not no disrespect to anyone, but like, IGN was used as a platform way before y'all, right? To develop, wasn't there that girl? Like, didn't she jump to oh, G4? Oh, Jessica Chobot? Chobot, yeah. So yeah, yeah, okay, Chobot. Played that game? Chobot was ahead of the game. Write this down. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this. No, you are. Okay. So, yeah. like, so like, I don't understand. Like, I Here, think no, no, so, so, Just stop, just stop, just stop. Yeah. I'll, I'll get, save you. Not even save you, but I'll, You're before you say anything. So, no. Jessica Chobot at IGN was ahead of her fucking time in a way that I didn't understand. And I've personally apologized to Jess in private. Personally apologized to Jess in private You didn't support her then. when she did it? No, because mm. I didn't understand it. At the time, I was like, this is all I've ever wanted, to work at IGN and review video games. This is amazing. And I got there, and I was like so happy for every opportunity. But I would see, out of the peripheral, just buttheads with management or this, that, or the other. And then she eventually leaves, and it was like, man, like she was the face of IGN. Why would she ever want to leave, right? And then you smash cut to 2014, and I'm the face of IGN. And... I want to do more stuff on the YouTube channel and I want to do this and I want to do that. And IGN to their credit, not that they're wrong is like, well, no, you work for us. You can't do that. And you can't do that. And it was like, I got riled up and I, that caused us to leave and go start kind of funny. And so what I'm talking about is, and this is incredibly, this is short sighted. This is naive. This is uh, us being a young company, but when we hire, I want the best people to come in here and make the best content. Yeah. And so, with all of you, I don't get me wrong. I, I, we are family. This is legit, and this is all we're all best friends and legit. I don't ever like when I'm that's why I talk about the kids all the time. When we, I to ask people to go to Patreon and do all this different stuff, and then if somebody on the Reddit wants to not challenge because that sounds too aggressive, but be like, we already make all this money. What's the point? Why are there two ads in this show? So on and so forth. My response is always like, well, I'm trying to grow this business and I'm trying to keep everyone here and happy and grow because the problem 
not everyone, but most people run into at any job is that you hit a ceiling and it's like, well, I can't make more money and I can't get the better title and I can't do this. So to grow my resume, to do what I really want to do next, I need to go here and get a promotion and then go Mm. here and get a promotion and like do that, the corporate ladder climbing bullshit. And so with us, and we're young and we're naive and we're new, I come into the mentality that sucks, but I I accept it, is that at some point everybody's going to leave and I hope that isn't true. I hope in a decade from now, we jump ahead and everybody's here along with 10, 20 more people on each side of the portrait for Christmas that Panda Musky has been animating <laughs> since fucking July because we're so F. big. <laughs> but I come in there and it's like, I never want to stifle Andy's growth and I never want to stifle uh, Joey's growth, right? Yeah. And if it was that Joey came to us and was like, hey what's good is more in line with the content I want to make or they've offered me this opportunity and it would be that thing of it. I would never be like, fine, fuck, you know what I mean? Fuck you. Andrea doesn't work with us. And that's what I was like, no, go. I want, I want to make, again, to the WWE sports entertainment thing, I want to get you all over. I want you all to be as happy as possible. I want to get you all to where you want to be. If Andy keeps editing for us, but he eventually is like, fuck man, I really want to be on camera. I hope he says that to us and then we talk about what show he can make for us and then that's the Andy show but if the Andy show gets so popular and he's like hey man we've been killing with sponsorships and Patreon and all this stuff I want more money that's this is going to happen where hey I want more money and we're like cool we can't and yeah. how do we do that and, and there has to be we're family which is true there's still the business side of it where at some point you have to go okay Go do that. Like, go if you have to go do that. 100%. Go do that. Um, yeah, that was you've gave me some perspective I've never thought about. It's, it's not like it's the most important, but I've just never thought about it. Yeah, that's I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, when I was going off, don't fucking rake right me over then, the coals at your employee review, huh? <laughs> when I was going off on this, I was like, because I was thinking, like, from my perspective, yeah, me and Kevin, like, because I'm specifically talking about me and Kevin, yeah. because like. I don't. I don't think Kevin. Like Kevin didn't promise me a job. He, actually, he never promised me a job. But even on top of me saying him implying that I might get a job, he's never said I'm going to get a job. He's never getting a new life. Yeah. Like the, everything's changing. He's yeah. Like you don't get this just because I, you want some money. Like that's not what's going on. Like yeah. it's a whole. It's a decision we are making as a group. Me, him, and Tim, plus you guys, obviously. Sure. So like when you're saying Joey and Andy, like it, that's that's very interesting. Them two specifically because. I know you personally. I know them personally, and I would. None of us want them to hold back. So if they can do better without kind of funny, yeah. without hurting kind of funny, yeah, totally, yeah. So I, I get that. I never thought about that, but I'm talking about us specifically. Like, I don't know. I think I, not to, you know, try to like sound weird. I, I, I think for sure we are in here for the long run. And I, I don't. Oh, think, I know. I don't I, think there is a success uh, another route where it's like because like what do you, what would he do? Have his own show? He doesn't want that. He yeah. wants to do our no, show. No, no, no. Well, I won't, honestly, not I think one day, I'll, you know one day I'll work for Kevin. I, I truly believe. Well, no, but that's what I'm <laughs> he's going to keep going, but like yeah. he's not trying to, he ain't trying to be no star. He's trying to, I hear you. He has opinions about shit, but he doesn't give a my, fuck. My hope, my hope is that we are still in <laughs> at the ground level enough where, yeah, all of us here get to grow in our different tracks and do all these different things where everybody feels rewarded and we grow and we bring in people beneath us all yeah. that all are like, cool, I am bringing you in to host this show. Do you want, and they do it for a year or whatever it is going to be. And then they're like, all right, I want to go do something else. And it's like, totally go mm-hmm. do that. I never want to be the company that gets prickly about you leaving or does something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, yeah, I, I, it's tough. And I, I, I feel like 
that's respectable, and I feel like maybe not the internet sees you like that, but I know I, and I, I think Kevin would too. I think he's gonna agree with me. Um, and jump in if you don't. Like, yeah, I think I don't think we would ever think you. We would joke about it, but I don't think we would ever see you stopping them from bettering their lives, from sure. from 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 prog- from progressing. You know what I'm talking sure. about? From going forward. So like, yeah, that's not an issue. I just, I think me and Kevin and Tim are in a different conversation where it's like, you know, we we leave we we live this shit. You know what I mean? I'm new and I'm learning it, but I understand this is life. Sure. This is my new life, so I need I need to figure it out. And every time I fuck up and I get frustrated with you guys, it's because I don't I don't understand it, and it's frustrating myself because I don't understand it. Oh, I want to I want it to be my first thought is the right answer. You know what I'm saying? No, hundred percent. I want to be like, oh shit, this is what I this is how I interact with somebody who's disrespecting me on the internet when I'm used to just being like, no one talks to. Hey period. nope, hey nope. You hear what this motherfucker just told me? Can you you know what I'm talking about? So that's what I'm used to. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But that's not. At all, what I'm trying to go forward with, you yeah. know what I mean? I fuck, yeah, been told them. I, I, I think I told them I fucked up maybe like seven, eight years ago. They gave me a job a year ago. You know what I mean? So they've been in the the know and they've been making the moves happen. Sure. So so like it's it's all good, man. I, I, I love everything we got going for us, and uh, I love where we're, we're bound to be. And I forgot how we went off on this whole Kevin conversation, but like we just love. Kevin. I just I want to put it out there. It's like like I think in my opinion, I'm I'm saying it on camera, like and on on wax, like I don't think me Tim. Or Kevin are leaving Game Over, Greggy. Like that's kind of funny now, though. That's, that's it. Kind of no, but that's what I'm saying. The kind of funny is the thing. I, mean, I don't know what's going to happen. What kind of funny? I can't. You want to hear the? You want to hear the business of that? I'm talking about Game Over, Greggy specifically. Here's some bullshit, right? Is that one day Game Over, Greggy might leave you, and that's okay. I'm not going to do it for real. I'm going to die. I'm going to live and die to be kind of funny. But I'm just saying is like that's what we were building with kind of funny and what we've built in the way that. The fact that they're doing a Disney Blitz commercial. The fact that right now they're doing the Skype calls, right? That they're doing the rest of the Skype calls for Patreon. And everybody who's getting those Patreon messages don't feel screwed over that I'm not there. Yeah. Because we've it, built something. Gets, I want to get it, everyone over. And I feel like at, this is the first time of the conversation where I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm in there because, like, if Game Over Greggy leaves me, it's time to leave. Not not for me to leave. It's time for him to leave. Right. Exactly. You've always been the top dog. So, it's like, if the top dog going, then it's like, I'm going to get... I'm not saying you're gonna bring me to the next thing. It's just like you you've already given me the chance. Yeah. I don't need no other chance. You know what I mean? So it's right. like I only got one opportunity. Kevin. I only gave got me one it, shot. Got it through, you, you know what I'm saying? But blow. you know, like like whoever it went through multiple people, but everybody was just as important throughout the whole thing. So 100%. it's like regardless of where we go in the future, that's that's one thing. I want kind if, of funny if to I be get here hired, in if years. I get hired on Wild and Out. Oh wow! Guarantee I'm going on wild and out with Nick Cannon. Is that still a yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. No, it's still big though. It's still big too. So I was just making sure. I just don't know. Top Is he still with reference? Mariah Carey? No, they're done. Okay, yeah, I don't you. know about thank that much. Okay. But um, he has it tatted though, right? I, I don't know. I just said that. he does have it tatted though. I know that. Well, remember uh, Undertaker had Sarah, and he just went over that. You can do true. over that that's shit. No problem. You do whatever you want. Exactly. Nick Cannon, man. That's true. Um, now yeah, I don't know. It's it's I don't know. Maybe we're just dragging it out, but like I. I'm happy with where everything's at. And dude, uh, I'm really dude. excited to see where everything's going. And to put it on the table and on, on footage. On the wax. On the wax, that's all I've been saying. You know, because, you know, the record. You oh, know I got saying? it. I got uh, it. You're pressing. Some people pressing. don't do this shit. I, I said the first time I realized, like, fuck, I need to stick with it because I hate it. going to see. I said my first interview, I said gonna, gonna, and then I said finna. And then I said gonna again. Gunna, and gunna, the finna, comments gunna. tore me up. Like, oh, he thought he was cool. He said finna. He name dropped finna. Like, I don't know if you know this, but everybody in the YouTube comments is better than anybody in the YouTube video. So that's just how it plays. 100%. I, <laughs> that's that's a knock at the trolls, not the normal people who are I've, nice. I've read you. the comments on my, my GOG show since then. Never. 
never yeah. been yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. I was so clear, and y'all don't get it. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, just what I was saying. You want to jump into the questions, man? Oh yeah, we so unless you have something to say. No, I yeah. mean, no. You keep saying that you know, you think we're in a great place. Yeah, we're in an amazing place. Yeah, this is 2017 has been so inspirational and so amazing, and having you guys here, aside from the family aspect. Aside from walking in, be like you have your own culture. Everyone at Kind of Funny is on the same page and making amazing content and making amazing shit. And I've been so blown away by the reaction of best friends who have tweeted, Facebook, Reddited, forumed of just like it's been a rough year, obviously, but Kind of Funny is making the most amazing content they've ever made. Yeah, I've seen that a lot, and that's yeah. and that goes so far, especially when people are like you know. It's the best of both worlds. Kind of funny. He's making the best stuff they've ever made. Colin's making the best stuff he's ever made. This is the way it should be. And the w- the fact that all of us are turning, all the wheels are going in the same direction. Like 2018 is going to be insane. Like this year has been so insane. The things that you've brought to the table, that Joey's brought to the table, that Andy's brought to the table. Yeah. Like I can't wait. And it's going in. You figure last year at the holiday party, right? And we're about to have a holiday party tomorrow. Last year's holiday party. It was that you were part time. There was mm-hmm. no plans to bring you full-time. Uh, we knew we were bringing Andy out full-time. And Joey was part-time community manager, and we had flown her up to be part of the thing. I don't think we had announced her yet, right? Didn't she take the phone? No, no, you she took, she yeah, took yeah. it. She took it in January. Yeah, and so that was the thing of, like, we didn't expect to hire you full-time. We didn't expect to hire Joey full-time. We didn't expect to have Andrea, Gary, yeah. Danny, all these different people. Didn't expect to get hired. And that's been the story with Kind of Funny. When I do interviews and people are like, oh, well, where's Kind of Funny going to be in six months? I'm like... I don't know, man, but I can't wait to see. Yeah. And that's the biggest part of like, none of this made any sense or been on the timetable we thought it was going to be. So like final message for this AMA of December is like, thank you all for the life you've given us. Like, 100%. We are so happy to be here and so proud to make this content for you. So happy to hang out with you, the best friends. Let's see what they said. Cause we, we, again, me from boom gang and a whole lot of shit. Don't boom gang. <laughs> so we have 10 questions. I didn't read any of them ahead right. on Patreon. Cause usually what happens if you, we, we never drove this home. Patreon AMAs every month over on patreon.com slash kind of funny or patreon.com slash kind of funny games, but you're on the kind of funny channel. They go up there at a dollar level. You ask your questions, then they get answered in this thing. This, since it was a special one year thing, we said, hey, ask him in really quick format so cool Greg could ask all his questions. See I happening. did only expect this to be 40 minutes. So far, it's been two hours. There we go, man. Uh, so we have from uh, Joseph Wagged. Wagged. My God. Um, he says, hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. Jared Petty always asks, what is the best sandwich? Let's change it a bit. What is the best pizza? Toppings, sauces, everything. And I definitely oh. want Greg. I want Kevin in on this one, too. Oh, the best pizza. Let me go first because I know exactly what it is. Extra red sauce, uh, bell peppers, onions, sausage, and pepperonis. I know it's a lot. I know it seems like a disaster. I love it. Onions kind of Oh, I love the onions. Yeah, I'm not an onion guy at all. No, no, no. Here's, I mean, the knee-jerk specialty pizza would be the buffalo chicken. I'm Um, not saying that, though. That's an honorable mention. I feel the fact that not every pizza place has the buffalo chicken means that I don't don't get it enough, so I can't say that. If I'm going to a new pizza place, I'm ordering something new, usually what I'm ordering... I'm going to just do pepperoni and sausage. That's the supreme pizza topping of, hey, 
Let's try a place out. When I get in there and I get frisky, I like to put, if I'm getting really nuts, like I'm at a, I'm at a place I go to a lot. Stick with me. I'm going to put some broccoli on there. Broccoli? I'm going to put some sausage on there. Oh, man. If, if I'm going to Pasquale's over in, on Irving. We just uh, went last week. I love it so much. I, I love their ham. I'm putting the ham on there. Um, Maybe sausage and pepperoni if I'm getting crazy. Amazing ham. pasta. Amazing pasta, really. No. I've never had their pasta. I I loved it. Pasquale's is great, it. yeah. Andy was so impressed with it. Cool, Greg, what's your favorite pizza topping? My favorite pizza topping, uh, I mean, it's tough. I'm not as super opinionated as everybody on this. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely love uh, pepperoni pizza. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, pe- pepperoni pizza. But um, I think I like uh, pesto with chicken. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's me. All right. Um, Joey, no? She's gone. Next okay, week. She so likes pineapple Amy, on pizza. Oh, oh man. She doesn't. She doesn't. It's a joke. That's the joke, right? All right, for sure. I be, getting, I be forgetting. <laughs> I be forgetting because it's such a constant. Joey, actually, can I get like half a watermelon? We're only through one question of Let's 10. do it. It's Let's do take it. A while. 31 too, minutes left on this card. So 31 whatever. minutes, and I, I got to go home to drink with my neighbor. We're not doing cigars tonight? Yeah, that sounds fun. Well, my, you know, Jen and the downstairs I, area. No, 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 across oh. the hall. You're going we, to their house. No, no, they're coming to ours. Oh. We've been Jen, Jen and I. Have, they got a wiener dog too. We've been try, trying to strike up a friendship, and Jen finally got girl? the courage. No, it's a guy. The wiener dog's a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, it's lit. And Jen's an asshole to Portillo, and she always is like, "You have no chance. She's so much better than you." I'm like, he doesn't understand. English. I don't understand that at all. How the Jen's putting him down. Everything she I've does seen the same from thing Jen has been the opposite. Jen says that. that to me too every night. She's all right, bro. I love you, but you can't do better than me. <laughs> you're, no, you're no Tim Gettys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got uh, Amy Gilroy. Oh, Amy Gills. You know her? Oh, my shillelagh. Oh, I don't know her. You oh, know you know her from Amy the Gilles. Twitch I'm chat. Just joking. Hi, lads. Lads. Love her. Um, quick fire. Quick fire question. You have to give up one thing for a year. Wings or hot dogs? What do you choose? Hot dogs. Easy. Come on. Done. Slam You're done. two hot dogs? Me? Yeah. Yeah. That's Talk to me, microphone. That's 7-Eleven? That 7-Eleven cheeseburger thing ain't doing enough for you? I mean, I've had one Thanks. so far since I figured it out. One this year, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay. is like If I lived in Chicago and had Portillo's next to me, maybe we'd have a debate. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever gone a year without a uh, wing. I've gone a year without a hot oh dog. Oh, my God. Mind-blowing thing right here. Oh, my God, everybody. Here's, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Here's what I'm making right now. Right now. In 2018, I'm going to count every chicken wing I eat. That's uh, fucking lit. I don't think so. Let's I don't get think it. you can do it. Let's get it. I don't eat them drunk that much. It'll be easy. But you do eat them drunk. So this is to... I won't throw in Kevin because this is a Kevin-ass question. So guys, what haven't you cooked that you would like to cook? That's a great question too. Yeah. Oh, man. What haven't I cooked that I'd like to cook? I don't bake. I don't make cakes. I don't do that kind of dessert thing because I'm not a big dessert person. Baking is lame. Baking is lame, says Kevin off mic. They can hear me. They can't hear Kevin. And I'm super hard. Sorry, guys. I'm going to do better if you, I can piss right now. I've been okay, trying to yeah, hold it. Go. You don't go. Have yeah, to I'm sorry, go, man. Go, go. I'll keep, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to get far, of course. Go. I just, again, have to go home and drink with the neighbor, even though I'm drunk. Oh, it's what already 5 What cigars tonight? Fuck! I mean, you don't have to. Text Jen and ask if you can come over with the cigars. No. Um, fuck, that's a great... Can we do them tomorrow, after dinner? I mean, I guess. Cap- I'm gonna. 
Kevin, can we have some fun, man? I'm just saying, we're not gonna. You know, I know. Lobster. I've never done a lobster. You've never cooked lobster? No. I did recently something I've always wanted to do, which the the rack of lamb. Mm. And holy shit, was that like... It was as satisfying to make as I've always wanted it to. Okay. It to be. And delicious. Right. So. Uh, Brandon Bowdish says, What is something that... Cool- oh, God fucking... Oh, wait, no, that's okay. This counts. What is something that Cool Greg has done in his year, kind of funny, that surprised you? Literally wow. The thing I always talk about with Cool Greg is the fact that we, when we bring him on the morning show or any show and ask him a question and he says something, he gives a response that is so perfect for the moment mm-hmm. that you would think that we have rehearsed it or scripted it, or what, and that is never the case. Cool Greg comes out, mind clear, swings the bat, home run, and walks off. It's so funny you say that because my response was to be as cool as he's been. Yeah. Because it really is the like... Because we, we brought him in, and everyone was like, oh, he's so cool. Let's call him Cool Greg. And it was like, that sounds great. I can get behind that 100%. And then it was like every time we have someone come in, that they talk to him, they're like, they'll turn around to me and be like, this guy's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it works. Um, Jason. Jason says, how does Superman cope with hearing everyone in the world and only can save one person at a time? Well, of course, this is answered in Superman. Man of Steel, John Bryan, I believe, and I'm talking about when they first rebooted him after uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. I think, oh uh, yeah, it's too Man of Steel. It's before like that was an ongoing series. Anyways, uh, it's him in the chair again when Clark's great. He's already moved out, but he's back, and I'm pretty sure he moved out. But anyways, it's back in him. His he comes into his room through the window, his room in Smallville. And, uh, but you don't know that it's, uh, Jonathan and Martha downstairs and they hear the clunk clunk up there and and like, what the fuck was that? Like Clark's gone or whatever. And they come up there and it's Clark in the chair that in his room that he grew up in fucking grasping the arms, crying down his face. And they're like, son, what's wrong? And he's like, I can hear them, Paul. I can hear everyone and everything, blah, blah, blah. And basically comes down to focus of, all right, let's, let's super. This is the thing of like, there's a great, uh, I believe it was Justice League or Justice League Unlimited, but it might have been Superman the Animated Series, but I think it was Justice League Unlimited. Where Superman faces Darkseid in there for the first time, and he's like, I've had to hold back my entire life. That's the story of Superman. To exist in any day-to-day situation, Superman is always cognizant of his powers. He is always being very gentle and very careful and trying to stay out of it because he could kill all of us at any second. So it is that thing of focusing. There's a great Smallville episode on this. Is, is the same thing of when it happens and he's, he hears too much. And, and Jonathan, of course, Pockhant, played by John Schneider, amazing performance, tells him to focus on my voice, Clark. Focus on my voice. And he learns it that way. Also, the X-Ray Vision episode, great. You ever see this one, Joey? I've seen all. I love it so much. I, my favorite part in that episode is like when Clark's got the power. He's like, I think it might be after superhero. He's like, all right, let's, let's learn. He's like, he, he's like, he reaches his pocket. He's like, what do I have in my hand? And he's like, your pocket knife. And he opens it up. He's like, Clark, you just saw through my hand. And Clark goes, no, you just always have your pocket knife in that pocket. Like, Fuck yeah. That's a great response. Uh, Cassidy Coyote says, two quick questions for Greg. One, coffee or tea? Coffee. Only tea if I'm sick. Two, what is consciousness? And can we ever experience anything objectively? Consciousness is whatever you deem it to be, whatever you see and whatever you exist in. Can you experience anything objectively? No, you cannot. Pick up with Matthew. 
Sorry it took so long. It was completely Nick's fault. So, uh, Nick, you leaving? Yeah. Before you go, I'd like a little bit of a back rub. Just a little bit. Not too much, just a little. I want you to know that when my sick wife at home doesn't get her wing wings on time. Why didn't you invite me over for wing wings? Uh, real quick, I was talking to my friends the other day, or last night, actually, and we're Ruben. My man knows. You brought him on. You thought he was a fucking game is that? So drunk. <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> for the 200th episode. So, um, it's amazing. I'd marry you right now. But we have 25 minutes left on this car. Oh my God, get through the questions. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, Matthew. I go. Go to your wife. I love this. Now I'm just fucking about it. Sorry, I was good, but fuck it. Yeah. Sorry, are these still the questions? Yeah, starting with Matthew there. All right. Matthew says, yeah, I love this. Cool Greg had my attention the whole time. He's just responding to the fact that we're like, hey, are you cool with this? Of like doing this. Don't worry. Go on. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Speed around. Sorry, I'm so I suck, dude. Angel Cruz. My man. man. Alright, so he said, uh, hey guys, just quit my job to make a podcast. I want to know when is a good time to start up a Patreon. Now, right now, stop. Do the Patreon. Have it from episode one. And should I keep my eyes on drip? The new Patreon like platform from Kickstarter. Start a Patreon name. right now. That's, I'm reading it the way it's written. No, Kevin, no, 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 learn no, no, about Drip. I'm saying Drip is an awful name for like a thing. Joey, learn about Drip. It Somebody seems, know what Drip is. It's like a leaky faucet that needs to be closed. I thought like a penis that has like chlamydia or something. That's awful. There will That's be less awful. people on there. I just there. go from my personal experience. There will be less people on there. Sorry, sorry. Every time I click it, it moves. There will be less people on there, so it's easier for me to be found. But Patreon is super mainstream and everyone knows about it. What do you guys think? Do both? I, yeah, do both for 100%. We should probably look into Drip, Joey. Are you here? Do you have your wallet on you? Yeah. Did you say, are you here? Yeah, she's here. Can you do me a favor? What? Can you give Tim this? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, anyways, get them both. You have nothing to lose. We were just talking about this uh, when we were reminiscing with somebody about, uh, kind of funny, of when we started Game Over Greg's show, we used Bandcamp, of course, because uh, that's all we had to charge for the show. And it was like... We could. We were debating of like, well, we could start the show and do it for free, or we could always have this option. And Tim was like, well, you have to always have the option. Otherwise, if you give something away for free, people aren't going to expect it for free. Did, did we say that earlier today? Yeah. And I think that, it was, that is, when I heard that, that was something. I was like, holy shit. That's so fucking correct. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. That. I would have never have thought about that. You can't that. window content actually. So true. When we were like, hey, this is our business model. This is what we're doing. People understood it. Yeah, that, that, that's fucking awesome. Patreon.com slash go. Alright, so Angel Crew. Oh, wait. No, wait, wait. Sorry, that was that one. So we got Johnny Davis. Best race, best wrestling pay-per-view you've ever seen. Wow. Pay-per-view. Best wrestling pay-per-view you've ever seen. Now, here's where the other question, can we ever be objective? <laughs> the answer, of course, is no. I don't know what that means. I can't just I can't divorce myself from the situation. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go to Fuck, backlash. That's what wrestling is, man. It's like music. You got it. That's part of it, man. Backlash in shit. That's mainly backlash. Two thousand two, three, or four, but it's the very distinctly the one where Hulk Hogan in the red and yellow beats Triple H for the world title. Two. Two thousand two. Definitely not two thousand four. It's definitely not two thousand three. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. 2002 makes sense because it was 2003. Just me in 19. So he wouldn't. He wasn't champion going into WrestleMania. 
Or after WrestleMania. Well, no, if what is is what uh, backlash the, is right after WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this makes sense. This makes sense. So I say stick with me. Stick with me. So when was the the 2002 was WrestleMania 17, where it was Rock Hogan. 2002 would be 18. Okay, so that was Rock Hogan, Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, yeah. This is perfect then. So yeah, after that he went back to being Hulk Hogan, red and yellow, and then backlash was him versus Triple H for the world title. So it'd be 2002. Two. Yeah, you, okay. I think you nailed it. Okay. It was in Kansas City, Missouri. We drove from Columbia, me, John, and Kyle Hayes to go see it. And I've, I've, don't get me wrong, August 9th, 1999, Chris Jericho's debut, best Monday Night Raw, best Monday, best live event I've ever been to. I think WrestleMania 18, Rock Hogan, watching it, that's my favorite match of all time because it shows what professional wrestling is. Being in the audience. And we weren't super close. We were close enough. You know what I mean? Like we weren't like front row, but I think we were back and maybe like two rows up into the thing. I remember that match being so fucking insane and all of us screaming. Everyone, this crowd was coming undone and I'm rusty anymore on what it was, but it was like finisher for finisher that people kept going. But I should go watch this tonight. I might watch this tonight now that I'm drunk, but it was that I believe (laughs) Triple H pedigreed him the second time. And roll them over. I'm like, that's it. And my friend John grabbed me and he goes, that's not it. It's for the title. It's a pay-per-view. And Hogan kicked out. And we all, it was like you were already at 11 and everybody went to 15 in that yeah. fucking, because it was like, no, he's winning the belt tonight. You're about to see Hulk fucking Hogan win the world title in 2002. Yeah, I guess. And he fucking whipped him off the ropes. The hit him. Yeah, the dog is Triple H, the top dog. Yeah, like, it was fuck, so good. Yeah. It was amazing. That's fire. Um, For me, uh, there's two. Only two that come to mind for yeah. sure. Sadly, Sasha aren't a part of either of them. Well, but but she's still probably found some of my favorite matches of all time. But still, uh, I would say WrestleMania 20, hands down. Yeah, it's the best pay per view in my my mind, like ever. Match for match, the only bad match it has is the Divas one and Sasha and Charlotte. None of the none of the top people were around at that point. Yeah, of course. That was Trish, really Trish Stratus. Divas. Trish Stratus was the top diva, and she was a part of the uh, Chris Jericho Christian feud. So she was, you know what I'm talking about? So she wasn't yeah, even yeah. in the women's match at that point. So it was like they dropped. I think I think the there was a Playboy Bunny um match with Tori Wilson time. and Sable in them. And then there was time. also a Molly Holly versus I think it was Jacqueline for the hair. Like oh, you know, loser gets yeah, their hair yeah, shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the match that was in between Eddie Guerrero and fucking uh Eddie Guerrero and uh, and Kurt Angle and the triple threat match. So you're like, this bullshit for some yeah. hair, but you know, whatever. It, it's all it. But either that or I would say uh, my first one, or my first one that was like changed my life was Survivor Series 2003, where oh. Undertaker got buried alive. Oh. Came back at WrestleMania 20 yeah, to yeah. add to that. So it's, it's one of those. Gotcha. That's yeah, good. definitely. Uh, so then we got, this is the last one, guys. So we got uh, Nicole Humphrey. Hey, Greg. I, comma, like you, comma, I'm a proud. Oh, I like I you. I like you. I'm, so I'm, yeah, I suck, I at, suck at this shit, man. You She's know doing I mean? correct. I'm kind of funny. I ain't go to college. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you fuck the bullshit. So I said, uh, I like you. I'm a proud Slytherin. Are you a Slytherin? No, I'm a Gryffindor. Yeah, so I'm a Slytherin. So like, cool, Greg. So I like you, cool, Greg, or uh, proud Slytherin. But have been told I seem more like a Hufflepuff. Mm, not like you. I'm not, I don't get that a lot. Given that you are such a nice, down-to-earth guy, I was hoping you could talk about why you were still a Slytherin. Hmm. And then, P.S. Apologies again for taking your hat at Kind of Funny Live. Once again, I find out how important wearing a hat is to you. I felt even worse. Much love, Nicole. 
talking to you then, right? It's all to you. Oh, is she talking to me? This isn't a Greg Miller question at all. This is all you. funny, dude. Can you get back to it? What did it say? I was reading it to you. I didn't even fucking read it. All right. So, let's try this. Yeah, read it to me. Nicole Humphrey says, hey, cool Greg. Hell yeah. I, like you, am a proud Slytherin, but have been told I seem more like a Hufflepuff. Okay. Given that you are such a nice, down-to-earth guy, I was hoping you could talk about why you are still a Slytherin. I love having a leader. I love being feeling like I'm a part of something bigger than myself, and I love feeling like I'm adding to that. And Who's the like, Slytherin leader? Draco? What do you, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I've, I, as, as far as her being a Slytherin, I'm a Death Eater, so, like, you have to be a Slytherin, you know, to do that. So okay. it's like I love having Voldemort as, like, a leader. Even though Voldemort's not my leader, if I have to choose this fake reality I'm going to live in, I'm going to choose the one that has the leader. I like having sure. a leader. Okay. <laughs> my apologies. That makes That's perfect me. sense. Perfect sense. P.S. Apologies again for taking your hat at Kind of Funny Live 3. Once I find out how important hats, nope, wearing a hat is to you, I felt even worse. Much love, Nicole. I don't, I honestly don't remember you taking my hat at Kind of Funny Live 3, but I, off, off of you saying that, I'm sure I didn't react well. And I'm, I apologize if I disrespected you, if I said anything or anything. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've had girlfriends that, you know, they think it's cute to, like, slap your hat down and stuff. Like, that ain't cool. Like, don't touch my hat. I, mm. I felt it was very disrespectful. It was too close to my face. It's one of those things. It's too close. It's like playing with someone's braces, almost. Like, it's just not something you should even think about doing. <laughs> it's on my head. Like, I know it's not no, in my mouth. Yelling. It's still, it's, no, do that. That's not even in the category. It's when we fun. were 18 years old, we went to a strip club in the outskirts of Chicago, and one of the strippers took off my friend's hat and walked backstage and then came out without the hat. Or she disappeared, and then we tried to find the hat, and the hat never came back. The hat was gone. Bullshit. Uh, it's bullshit. Sounds like fucking bullshit to me, too. Doesn't like bullshit. All right, guys. So this has been your December AMA for Kind of Funny. I appreciate all the love, all the support. This has been an amazing year. I don't know about you. For me, it's been life-changing. Uh, I appreciate everybody here. I appreciate all of you guys at home. Greg, again, thank you for so much. Cool, Greg. So thank much. you for everything. Couldn't yeah. do this without you. Appreciate that, man. Uh, to wrap it up, we'll see you next year. Let's get it. <laughs>